Boys, we are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcasting. Man, we got a lot of fish to talk about tonight, man. So, uh, Jay, I know you did a float today. We're going to do some plugs first, but I want you to uh, give us give us one quick hitter. What was the best fish you caught today? A 16-inch rainbow. <laughs> I like that. Good, uh, good tease. Tonight's show being brought to you by Predator Fly Gear. Check them out at PredatorFlyGear.com. Hey, Rex Hooks. ARXHooks.com. Sims Fishing Products. Tonight's show is being recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check Mark out at UrbanFlyCompany.com. Don't call the bank, call Frank. Q Queen City Guiding. We got good mm-hmm. buddy, Queen City Guiding over there doing some things. Uh, He's got almost a year coming up in his shop, man. We'd like to congratulate him on that. But if anybody is looking for a guided trip, that's the man to get a hold of, Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding. Hey, what you got coming up this weekend? If you are listening to this on Monday, Ryan is having an event on Saturday, the 21st of May. Uh, go check him out at, um, at Queen City Guiding. Hit him up. Uh, they're doing a kickoff for the, the New York Muskie opener. So uh, it's at a brewery that's located in uh, what Springville, New Springville, York. New so York. If anybody general area wise, or you know, heck, what's an hour drive? I mean, I wish it was an hour for us because we'd be butt buddies. But uh, but we're going. We'll be there, man. Oh, I'll, that's we're awesome. Be there. No, it looks like a cool event. He's going to have a bunch of cool dudes there talking about all the right stuff for musky fishing on the fly, man. Yeah, no, that's kind of like a. Uh, Night before box season type thing, yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty cool. I, I, I like I like the uh, the idea for the event. That's uh, that is pretty cool. You know, get everybody's mojo and yeah, everybody's. You, you're not gonna have any time to talk after this. No, because you'll, <laughs> you'll be musky fishing. You'll have shit to do. Yeah, so you know, it is it, it that's a cool little idea to have a little musky kickoff or you know, their states uh, first day of. Uh, but the walleye opens up right that same day. That's all. We're the up there. Yeah. New York. I'm not sure on the guidelines or that. Maybe inland, uh, you know, like Chautauqua. I'm sure guys are going to be all over banging the, oh, banging for the musky. Sure. I mean, oh, yeah. They've been waiting. So unlike, unlike here, which people have been really at it, I've seen a lot of guys out musky fishing or 
posting pictures of some big big dogs. Are we supposed to keep talking while you keep looking something yeah, up? Yeah, he's just looking for times. I was looking for the brewery name. We should just call Ryan. Like, you want to call him Red Well, Alpha? I mean, uh, we got the invitation. You just yeah, click on the invitation, right man. Right you got to use Facebook. Phone call. You Facebook. got to get the hell off Instagram. Okay, you can't well, live your whole life Yeti, there. Yeti, Built for the Wild. Uh, I think we got them all other than that, right? A-Rux Hooks. Did we there do, do that one? Yeah. Do we do down-to-earth wealth management? No, there we go. There's Michael. another one. All right, guys. Yeah, we did them all. So, Jay, you caught a 16-inch rainbow today? Yeah. And we're going to let them talk about it? Fuck that. Uh, ah, I'm just it, joking. If it's, a, if it's a bycatch it on was, a smallmouth Well, one? no. He was he was in the, the location where there should be <clears throat> zero trout anymore. Yeah. It was one of those uh, randos that you look, you know, you have Well, I've seen one the year after, but I think, I don't know. That's, you know that's I mean? quite, well... I saw one brook trout near that same area last year. Well, that's a year ago. We're talking... And a big one at that. We're talking... We're at like uh, six years since they've stocked it. Yeah. It's Steelbound Brewery. Steelbound, yeah. Okay, there we go. I knew it sounded like my old Instagram. Yeah, handle. that's what I looked at. it. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? But uh, no, there should be... I mean... Unless one never, made a made a left turn in West Virginia and fucking got lost, I real lost. We were, I mean, I guess they have to be going through the uh, the old goddamn through the lake. Bend. Yeah, I mean that's the only. <clears throat> there's no. There's the only reasonable. Oh, you know how many stripers right? that thing had to go by to get there? It was oh, like I know, the one dude. in one million. Dude, like he would have got launched into the mecca of giant fish. No, for, I told her right off the bat. You know I, what I mean? Into that. Trench, oh, right out of the fucking there's, dam. There's musky right well, right even, where they, they stock them. It's yeah, it's every yeah. everything's up there, and that has a spring run of fish. You got big walleye, but you know patrolling them <clears> areas. <throat> so those fish beat all the way through the lake. Yeah, you got you got through the goddamn, the goddamn. <laughs> That is the goddamn. That is the goddamn. <laughs> they, didn't that guy say that's what like, happens? It's so funny because like our, our dam, you don't even like it doesn't even have like a name like the dam. Like you don't say like I'm going to the dam. I'm going to the wall. Yeah, the wall. That's you a know, good name for it, if you're, if because you're, now you know what people are talking it, about so and how old they may it, be. Yeah. It's not Arlo Guthrie Dam. No, it's it's the wall. It's the wall. <laughs> you're going to the wall, and 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 you know it's funny because people are like, where, actually where are you going the, fishing? It, it see the lake isn't called the lake. It should be called the reservoir. Do you know where I'm going fishing? Anywhere in it. No, I'm good. saying the wall. No, I'm going to the river. Yeah, yeah. like the, the river. The like r- there's no like. There's yeah, no, we, like, we don't say like. This, it, up, I swear dude. to God, it's like I'm going to I'm not the going, river. I'm not so, going to the the H or the the. No. <laughs> the you know what I mean? The it's, river. Nothing. Yeah. So Shalacy, back when he used to be on the show, uh-huh. and I used to get into this conversation all the time. I I text him. I said, "You want to go to the river? Which said, one?" And he would say, "Which one?" I said, "There's only one in I this said, world. The only one that says." river after it around us yeah. you know everything else says creek or creek or <coughs> yeah. spring i said everything else is creek creek spring the only one that says river <laughs> that that's where i'm going the <laughs> the one the river that's that which, is funny um yeah uh i don't know want to start with that i'll go through the float real quick uh, first off i want to hear what kind of well, flies you, were you, you what, went you went first you went first you should tell your story first i did but i want to know what kind of flies you were throwing Every fly, bigger, smaller, um, size wise, about the same size you said, but we had like three and a half. We had varied from that and gone way huge in certain spots, or not way huge, well, six inches, five inches huge, to down to you know a good size clouser, to all kinds of clousers where the half and halfs I tied were killing it. They were, yeah. Okay, because I, 
I was throwing minnows in the like the two inch range, and they were not killing it. And then I was throwing, that was when you were looking at me and hooked up every moment. Yes, <laughs> and then I had some articulated white flies that were in like the three and a half range, and they started killing it. And then I start I hooked two fish deep, and I I cut the I didn't have anything to take them off. I was in the middle of the river. I cut the fly off and let the fish go. So I was down to one fly left. I was like, ah. So I went to a like a three and a half inch murdich that did not do it, did not kill it. No, we didn't, we didn't and, catch any murdiches either today. And then I went back to an articulated fly, that like the same size, but articulated. Killing it. Straight killing it. There was a um, fly we got from Zach Buchanan. It was an articulated, white, all white fly. Uh, Imagine that had like a shiny head, but it had beat, it had lead eyes in it. You took that fly. Oh, I, boy, I have the whole box. <laughs> so I have the box full of great flies that he, you know, yeah. I caught, uh, I caught a bunch on um, one of the um, sweet waters he tied, the all yellow one with the yellow, even more yellow sparkle, like kind of like this one I'm holding right here. Yeah, similar to this, but a little bit smaller. Worked, worked pretty good for, you know, all the. Uh, Hold that again. All my fish this spring is... All those smallmouth today. Barely, uh, barely Those guys legal, were doing man. good at first. Like, right off the bat, we caught one. Like, you know how we never catch them right at that bridge at the first bridge there? Yeah, like, the, way up top? Yeah, I know. Early, early start. Like, we were out at... We were on the water at 6.30. So, I mean, Beating we were, you know, heat. early, early starting, you know? Bro, um, I was on my way oh, to the I, lake same dude, time. Got to, see, got to see one of the closest, like, up close I've ever been to a heron. This thing didn't fly forever. He oh, sat, and sat, and sat. I, I know, but he was, <laughs> he was he was like right above us. I seen did, the white one last year. Actually, there. talking. Oh, and did it crow at you? Did, oh yeah. Amongst no, he didn't. No, they, not at all. They sound like a pterodactyl. Yeah. Like if if I knew what a pterodactyl would sound like, sure, I would guess it would sound like that, a heron. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what? Oh shit! No, I forget where I was fucking going after pterodactyl talk, Chad. Um, I'm here all night. All pterodactyls all night. Can anyway, you spell? <laughs> we got a fish right off the bat there. Rolled down through. Uh, wasn't wasn't real hot. Caught some fish at the first little spot where we stopped. Um, oh, saw a uh, sulfur come off today. I saw a bunch of uh, yeah, uh, but what? Pale morning duns. Oh, did you? Yeah. This one, I- I'll show you the pictures. It had to be a sulfur, dude. It was so yellow. It couldn't have been more yellow. Maybe it was still that. I mean, a, uh, a PMD, but. Doesn't look like most of the PMDs I've usually seen. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. I grabbed it up. Oh, got took some real close pictures of it. We'll have to look at it here on the break. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, we had, it, the day wasn't like terribly hot. And then we had that big lull. There was a big lull through all the slow section there. We'd probably been better off just front rowing through all of it. No big fish through there. No odd fish. You know, no walleye pike or anything like that. Uh, got just, down. Uh, got just smallmouth. What would yeah. you catch species wise? Just. That rare rarity and all yeah. smallmouth. Yeah, all smallmouth. Yep. That's like, crazy. Like probably like 50, 60 smallmouth though. Yeah. Who's counting, Wienerhead? Yeah, that's what I mean. At that point, I, I, I don't even know. No. I'm just like, saying at that like point, Chad, we, I know we all were had a, if, a bunch in our Chad, hands at all if times. Chad told the story. There was probably no shortage of fish in it. I mean, no. I watched him hooks it like eight times. He's like, oh, we're trying to talk, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, doing oh. a bunch of that shit. You should see me yesterday after my arms were sore. I was like. Stripping, talking to that kid, and boom! Oh fuck! Boop. He's like, you miss m- way more than you catch. Like, 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> my, my shit don't have treble hooks, bruh. That's exactly what I said. Well, you don't catch doubles either on the fly. Usually, you'd be a lucky motherfucker. That, that was cool. Dude caught two smallmouth on one one Rapala. Yeah, they're all over right now. That's for sure. It was a fun day. It was nice to get out there. What was your What was your large fish? For smallmouth, nothing big or fifteen or what? Sixteen. Sixteen. And fuckers, like man, they're yeah. elusive. And then, and then here's what I think. I told that kid that you were that fit was fishing near us. I said, dude, mm-hmm. look, okay, here's the here's the rhyme. And that one was way down past your pets and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. That one was caught like on that, the on that, the wall of that uh yeah. that building wall. That's where I would oh, expect the big area. fish to be. Yeah, that's good. And area. dude, there's a bunch over there because PJ was supposed to be casting to the right spot and he cast it and got snagged up like. And Who, who's your third? My dad. Okay. How do you do? All I hear about is PJ. Great. 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 He was quiet. He did well. He rode well. Did everything pretty pretty damn good. I mean, did he catch any big fish? That, the biggest fish we caught was his fish down there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did one. He did fine. Yeah. He had a good day. We had a lot of fun. Oh, coolest thing about today, man. So I, the trailer was the first time I used the trailer, you know, for any kind of, you know, but for my boat. Legal. Yeah. Your, your yeah. other boat? Old boat trailer? No, yeah. Well, the one that was no. on the eight ball, yeah, his old boat one. trailer. Flat I got, one. yeah, that one. I, I, it's all fixed up, gun, all done, and yeah, I got pull around the, uh, I pull around the raft on it now. It's awesome. It worked great. Nice. Uh, yeah. Other like, um, yeah. Like I said, it was a fun float, man. We got down there, and then it was on, dude. Like that area, and where you were. Where, what did you say? You start. Where'd you start and end? All the way in. Dip, 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 dip. I yeah. mean, all the way, all the, the way from, of it. From the one bar to the other bar. Oh, I love bars. You know? That's how it should be. Isn't that, isn't that bar how? to bar. Yeah. Well, what, well, I mean, you just went to the launch, canoe launch or something. Yeah, that, that one, the top the top end's all fucked up. They're trying to fix that bridge. It's one lane and everything's shut down. That's Mike, Mike told me they had a, a crane in the river. And mm-hmm. Dude, there, oh, was yeah. a, there was a whole fucking like, bridge across there. And I'm, yeah. I'm questioning what everything, everything was going on. Okay, we had all that high water. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, they're down there right there trying to fix something. You, you guys, gotta go to the far end. They're trying to fix the whole bridge. Why but... are you pumping it like that? These motherfuckers got a crane in the river. All this shit built up thousands and thousands of dollars, and they're pumping it max so height. Mark actually got in touch with the, uh, the, the people there in control of the water, and we're going to have them on the show. Awesome. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. So we, we can ask them all <laughs> of these questions. That's just simply, it's not recreationally based as it once was, or more so. It, it is, to, it, but it is. They used to it lower it for like the first well, day of trout yeah, season. I mean, that's a little respect. They would give you until Sunday. But they're, they don't stock trout there anymore, I know, so, so they, they don't, don't have do to. That. Yeah, I know. I get you. I got what you. do they stock? And then that does Nothing. that enable them to not have to do anything? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's a bad That's a bad MO. Oh, we're not going to take care of this river. We did one study. It's done. You know what I'm saying? And that was in Newcastle. But Well, regardless of where it was, it, how long ago... We don't. We need to fish on a different basis. Trophy water, or catch and release of of all sort. You know, like it's the signs that are up to say, "Do not eat." You know, fuck off, so piss off. Let's uh, we we do have to get going so we can call our guest. It's uh, it's that time. But I want to let let's do this. Let's have it on record. Let's uh, next week we're gonna be off because we're gonna do Ryan's event. We might do a like a quick thing up That's there. That's a Saturday, right? That's Saturday, twenty first. Um, and then the following weekend, I say we take the the Sunday off as well. Bang! Sounds so. Let's sounds let's take cheesy. our families to that the other river we've been looking for. 
Yeah. I know. We've been looking for some new water, and I wanted to get on there today. How um, many miles? What do you mean? To drive. It's one hour. One oh. hour of drive time. That's pretty ludicrous. We got 18-inch fish waiting for us 45 minutes north. I mean, We got 18-inch fish? You could go to 15... Presque Isle and dip a net and get as many smallmouth as you'd like. I know, but they're not and river fish. Well, they'll river be fish. all six pounds. Of... Yeah, but I'd like to float. But they're not river fish. Yeah, true. Oh, you could float around <clears throat> in Presque Isle. Your boat just got to float. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, not... you could catch them from shore. I'm not doing that. I, no. I'm not I'm not here's what I guys see every on a kayak. Well, no, it's a fish mill. Dropping fish a... mills get people. Sometimes I show up. Fuck it. I try shit. I like I shit. I want to drive an hour into the mountains and yeah. fish a gorgeous mountain stream yeah. that's going to serve up some big-ass fucking smallmouth. That's what I want. Well, yeah. I'm down for that. And it's stocked with other things, has other fish in it, and it connects to a giant fucking awesome river, too. So, yeah, <laughs> it has the potential for everything. Stock means golden fish yeah exactly so who knows we might get to thump one of those on the head never so but when what, we come back what do you guys say you want to yes. go take a break uh yep we'll get get on the horn with uh our our guest jeremy sounds great all righty boys we'll be back we listened to this on the on the ri- on the river today <laughs> the river i love yes Radio. Yeah, right. Oh, that was it. That's what I wanted to talk about. And we are back with Jeremy Cameron. What's happening, brother? I don't know, man. I thought you knew. That's why I was coming on. I don't know shit, bro. <laughs> they said you had the answers, you know? Uh, you, you heard from the wrong person. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap then. We, we right. called this guy on a whim. Hey, hey, good show. See you guys next week. No, yeah. Thanks for having me. So, Jeremy, uh, before uh, before we get too deep into everything, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, how you got into fly fishing, and... Uh, just a little bit of backstory about yourself. Sure. Yeah. It's, I, I think, well, everyone, we all think our own story is interesting, right? But I think it's pretty interesting. And so, uh, you know, like everyone else probably fished my whole life ever since I started fishing it when I, as long as I can remember, just was always on the water. A lot of time, like, grew up in Rhode Island. So my parents would bring me to places where I could crab and do all, uh, you know, bait fish, whatever it was. And then when I was old enough, you know, ride my bike and then got into, um, you know, like, uh, I'm 50 for context. So this would have been like seventies, eighties, like eighties. So in Rhode Island, there wasn't many, um, stripers around. So just, uh, like throwing plugs for bluefish, blackfish, spear fishing, the whole thing. And, uh, love that so much that when it came time to get a job like 16 or 17, uh, just kind of walked the docks of point Judith, Rhode Island and got out on commercial boats. So I did a lot of commercial fishing for, Scott, uh, scallop, cod, long lining, you know, like two week trips, dragging, uh, gnats and all sorts of stuff. And, um, and quite frankly, when I finished that, then went to Alaska and salmon fished and chased the fish all around commercially and, uh, ended up actually writing my college thesis on how the oceans couldn't support what we were doing out there. And that, uh, I guess combined with just, I just had had enough of fishing. So I, I really was kind of like, if 
I never see another fish or fisherman again, I'm good. Right. <laughs> it, I'm really, I just, well, yeah. I was just like, I'm just done. I was just burnt out. I was just like, kind of want to do something else to experience different things. And then, you know, but I had never fly fish. So this may be like, I would say when I'm like 22, 23 ish, uh, a childhood friend who I met said, Hey, you want to go fishing? And it was actually in Western mass on the swift river at the time he took me and uh i couldn't believe it i showed up i tell everyone i showed up i had a daredevil or something like that and i was like oh trout i hadn't caught many trout in my life but anyway a hatch sulfur hatch went off and you know the fish were rising ever he's a really good fly angler and uh he was just catching all these trout it, it just dumbfounded me that i i couldn't catch these fish on a lure now i know why obviously but that was the start of it and so i just loved um the concept of fly fishing for the reason of, you know, at the time I just felt like, you know, it was a way to interact and engage with the fish and the environment in a much less, uh, much less, um, abrasive, uh, invasive way than the commercial fishing was, you know, I mean, at times we'd pull up 30,000 pounds of fish every two hours and maybe only keep 2000 pounds and, but all the rest was dead and shoveled over, you know, and all based on market price and then long lining, you know, 3000 hooks a night and all sorts of 12 miles of line and all sorts of a mess and all that. So this, I, I really enjoyed like, um, the concept of, you know, catch and release really spoke to me, uh, and then just being out in the environment and just more of an art form, I guess that whole thing. And then married my wife, uh, who's from Maine, so then obviously Maine is a great state for fly fishing. So moved here and uh, just really just fished all over the state, met an incredible amount of great people. And then the years just passed and just had so many opportunities to, you know, with flies and fins, I guess, <coughs> uh, to meet so many great people from just so many walks of life. So from all over the world and I guess, and then here I am today at 50 kind of with two boys and uh, teenage boys and, you know, just trying to keep it as real as possible, I guess, you know. So for people for people that don't know, what is Flies and Fins? I'm not quite sure, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's just, uh, you know, it started uh, back in like, you know, I, I just always knew. I always liked, you know, even pre, pre-digital, meaning I, I, I always wanted so fishing. I'd always go and grab those little uh, the, the, the pocket cameras that you would, you know, or yeah. in like cardboard boxes and then you get one time use cameras, you know? Oh yeah. The man. Disposables. So yeah, I, the disposables. Uh, so I would I would always go fishing, always. And I always had like albums full of, you know, just and, and not just the fish, the the waterfalls and the what I'd see out there fishing and the fish and just keep those those hard albums. And then when you know, when the when the concept of when digital came along early in like two thousand one, two I love the concept of not just taking photos, but writing stories. So if you went to the flies and fins website, what, what it is really awesome about it. It was, uh, you know, me and my friends and people that I would meet or just kind of like this, you know, people, what the concept was, was you would just write, you'd have to write a story about the trip, not just the picture. So it added a lot of context around it. And people took a lot of time, including myself to write these stories and, 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 uh, you know, and then it would just be, uh, front on the website and then get replaced by the newer story. And then social media came along and everybody kind of, 
ran for the ran for the quick hit with just the the picture and the upload that and and so it it and that it took a little hiatus there and then I was raising my kids as well it's a long story but then when I saw that they were on Instagram I was like well maybe you know I want I didn't want to not know what they were doing so it was an opportunity to come back uh into the kind of game and I'm still learning I have no idea how Instagram works I'm just trying to do what flies and fins always did was kind of just you know focus on the things that matter and kind of storytelling in a way i'm probably talking too much i don't know that wouldn't be the first time no this is no this is awesome this you is, won't be paid so keep it up this is an audio format so that talking is the best um on my on my behalf like you said you had a bunch of friends on your website telling stories and putting pictures up so i wasn't sure which one was you <laughs> that, that's why i wasn't sure which which uh which name yeah. I, I was supposed to uh to be contacting, which, which is actually awesome because I mean, in my mind, it's like, you know, my whole contact friends list is like basically all from, from flies and fins, basically, you know, they're all, they're all friends that I become like fish with and lifelong friends with really. So it's, uh, you know, I don't, I, I really don't consider it mine. You know what I mean? I really don't. I mean, and that's, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of like this, you know, there's this, we ran into a guy once we were Albi fishing, you know, it's just some guy getting gas and he had this old broken down car. Right. And we're ladies, it said, go into the keys or something on it. And we were talking and he's in something about his car. And he said, and we came across flies and fins. He goes, yeah, you guys are protecting a state of mind. So I guess that, <laughs> I guess that's what it does. You know, it's just kind of like, it's always just been an outlet of fun and kind of creativity and meeting people. And it is what it is. And it keeps evolving as, as, as we evolve, you know, so you went into that uh, like that kind of concept a little bit before we, you know, even got on air and just what, you know, fishing is all about type of thing or what fly fishing is all about, I guess, even fishing in general. You know, for me, like you said, it's the time you get where you get the reset. Do uh, you want to go into what that means about, you know, what fishing means to you in that aspect? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, I mean, it's just, I, I almost some days in, and living in Maine, I'll be honest, I have some really close proximity, uh, really good fishing. I'm not saying like the best in the world. Not, I'm not, I don't live on like the rapid river, but Maine has I, something like 35,000 miles of lakes, rivers, and streams. There's just a lot of opportunity. And plus the coast is right there. So for me, it's really cool because, you know, I'm so close. I don't have to go on these long jumps. I can make a, my point being is I can make a conscious effort to even go just fishing for a half hour, an hour, uh, in total, you know, two hours. And, and, and what that does for me is it like, it, it just stops my mind from thinking about all the problems of life that we all have, you know, and that we all can get caught up in. And, and it's like, like we were talking about before, it's not so much what I'm thinking about. It's what I'm not thinking about. <laughs> and the older I get, I just value that time of fishing so much and what it, what it means. And sometimes it's making a conscious effort to go out and do that and get in that space, you know? So when, when everything's going off, like let's say it's July and stripers are hot and sharks are going off and what, what causes you to, to go chase something over something else? Oh, what a great question. I love that. I've never thought about that. I guess it, it might be like June. Uh, yeah. So July works, but uh, you know, it's like, I think it boils down to what I've been thinking about a lot is like, I really enjoy fishing alone. I really do. Like trout fishing is so conducive and I really like the little streams because it's so conducive to alone time. And if I can find a little stream and there's lots of them, I'm sure. Where are you guys? Are you guys out of Vermont, by the way? Western Pennsylvania. 
Oh, right on. So you know trout. You know, so the little trout streams, you know, there's just something about them where there's no noise pollution. It's so quiet, and it's really good alone time. But the cool thing is it's too much alone time, then you start to crave people, and it's like that's where the shark fishing comes in. And, I mean, that has been such a cool experience because – you know, so tying back to the commercial fishing thing, I just, without getting into the specifics, I saw just sharks not treated well. Let's say, that, like, treated horribly. Yeah. You know, when you yeah. set, like, 3,000 hooks a night with a squid on there, and everybody on the boat is out there working, and you're hoping for swordfish and tuna, you know, and then if the if the short story is if the all those hooks drift into colder water, you know, 68-degree temperature as opposed to a very specific temperature changes it can quite literally literally be all sharks and that's a problem for them and us right does that make sense it, it does so so it, so what i'm saying is i really enjoy the shark fishing because to be able to go out there and interact and learn and see how special those creatures are and they're really they just fascinate me for some reason and then what i was going to tie in when i met guys like nick mirard and joe goodspeed i call him uh and joe goodspeed and uh and um joe webster i don't want to leave anyone out mac mckeever just all these guys that came out shark fishing with me prior to with them it was like this concept of oh they're never going to take a fly and if it is it's got to be sinking fly and and yeah you got to put some oil on it because they're not going to eat and i'm telling you these guys have <clears throat> brought up that game in terms of technical fishing to floating line and catching them legit on poppers. And even Nick was responsible for first uh, catching one on a, uh, on a seagull dry fly. <laughs> I saw that yeah. video. Wow, and, that's awesome. You know, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I'm rambling maybe, but what's been really cool about that is it's true. Shark fishing is cool because you can't nor you kind of be dumb to do it alone. I mean, you're, you're 20 miles offshore, 15, a lot can happen out there, obviously, not with with or without sharks. So it's like you really need the people. And, and then when you're all on the boat, there's always something for someone to do fishing for these things. It's just, So the guy on the rod is the same as the guy on the teaser rod is the same on the guy who may have to start the boat. And so it's this really team effort. So I've really come to love the shark fishing for, you know, the full respect that the sharks deserve, the Makos, the blue sharks, all of them. They're just fascinating creatures. And then I'll compare that with the teamwork that's required. I, I've really just come to appreciate that because it's humbling. You know, you, you think you know it all until you get out there with guys and someone says, throw a seagull fly. And you're like, dude, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> the shark comes up and eats it, you know? So. so, you know, you were talking about, you know, the low time to the, you know, the kinds of fishing you get to meet people. Um, you had said you had two teenage kids. Do you take them out? Is that a part of, you know, do you take them on alone time with you up the creeks or? Um... Oh, hundred. Yeah. hundred percent. But you know, like, I don't know. Do you, but whether or not, if you guys have kids, I, uh, do you guys have kids? We All do. of us do. Fuck them kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So when they were young, yeah, I would make the effort. But then as they went on, you know, I try not to force it on them. Try not to force anything on them. I really want there to be their own men as they grow up. But the cool thing is, is that they go through, you guys probably see it with your kids, they go through waves, you know, they'll really like it. Like this spring, like my older one, oh my God, he has his license now, 16, and he's driving all around with his friend and doing what they should be, you know, catching bass and just dad this, dad that, and going to this pond and this creek, and it's awesome. And then, then he'll Lucky. go get out of that and do something else like teenagers do. But then my younger one will, you know, he'll start bike riding with his friend to a stream and 
fishing just the other day actually i showed up to this little local spot right down the road and i'm like shit someone's here and it was jay it was my son yeah, that's <laughs> that awesome is, that's the coolest yeah, thing i I've was heard. like oh my god i said to my friend i'm like this is terrible and awesome at the same time <laughs> should have took like uh uh took took the uh battery terminal off yeah does he get so, grounded for that when he gets home <laughs> no, God, no. You know, I love it, man. <laughs> no, it's no, awesome. So, yeah, I mean, it's just anything they do in the fishing. And, like, I try not to, like, the older one, fly fishies, they actually caught. I took him to North Carolina, Albie fishing. That was a big, big trip for both of us with one of his friends. And he caught an Albie on the fly and all that. But, you know, I don't say you got to fit. You know, I let him do like I did. I, I feel that everybody in fishing is on their own journey, right? And whom I'm not, as long as they're following the laws by the law book, I'm, I'm, Hey, I'm nobody to judge what someone else is doing. I sure as hell not that guy. So the older one that's starting to drive around, is he asking you for spots? He said, dad, what? Oh should, yeah. Where should I get yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And that's sometimes, you know, I, I, I'll tell him the stocky spots, you know, but not the, not the wild native ones, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so what right yeah i gotta work for them man so what really yeah exactly you know yeah go down the road where that truck is with the pipe with the fish coming out of it and fish there <laughs> don't mind me passing by you that'll make them that'll make them better no doubt about it no it will that it will. that's plenty awesome. of hook sets you should have seen chad he was missing all of them he needed fucking practice but uh quick question on on the, the stories behind the pictures what what was some of the things maybe that got you into that uh maybe some context maybe magazines growing oh, up yeah sure i'd love to talk about that so i just you know it's like like you guys i'm sure i grew up when i was on charter boats the whole galley would be filled with pictures and story and then you'd ask stories and then every tackle shop i went to back in the day you know the whole wall anything you looked at was the pictures right and so but it was all about the stories and i just I don't know. I just always felt that that was one thing through time. I mean, there's, there's two professions, you know, fishing and then another one that's been around since the dawn of time. And it's like, it's all about, it's, isn't that always what it's all about? It's all about the stories. It's the second so, oldest profession. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. right. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, but it's always about the story, right? That'll never, ever get old. You know, fishing story, fishing tale. So I was just really love the idea of like, as the internet was coming around in this kind of new thing, like not necessarily up on technologies and stuff like that. It's like, it's a, it's, it's, it, it was ways and will always be about the stories behind a fishing trip a fishing day and i'm just so all you know committed well, to that i, I, I don't was, know i was kind of also wondering like like maybe some of the reading you did as a younger lad in your time maybe like because i was i grew up on i hell i had subscriptions for film stream and all these storytelling before you PA know out, news. yeah pa yeah. outdoor and oh. shit like that so that's, yeah. That, oh God. That, yeah. All those, you know, all those magazines and all, and all that and all those early shows and all that, and just being in awe with all those characters. And then as I started to meet people in the industry, like, you know, Tom Rosenbauer from Orvis and stuff, he just kind of became a friend. I mean, Who? I'll talk to him. Like, Tom like Rosenbauer that, at Orvis. That was a joke. You know him? <laughs> actually, he's been, he's on, been the on the show. show. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think so a couple Tom's times. actually a really, I'll call him. He's a really good friend. And, you know, I really just outside of, you know, all his fly fishing stuff. I mean, he's just a really good guy and a great storyteller, really, at the end of the day. Yeah, he, he definitely seems like, like I said, we were just making a joke when I said, who? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's a great guy. Yeah. So and, and so, like, just, you know, guys like that in the industry. Mm -hmm. And I just think the fly fishing culture has so many characters, you know, in it. 
So, that, oh, that does it? Way Holy hell! <laughs> yeah, we got Hank Patterson, man. <laughs> I hear oh, he's the best. Did you really? <laughs> no, no, we don't. But the fly fishing industry does. Oh yeah! Oh my god, that guy's a ride. I thought you meant he was on your podcast. <laughs> no, no, I've reached out to him at, at troutjousters.com. Don't but... <laughs> don't worry, Chad's trying. <laughs> <laughs> he is funny, man. But no, from from what I've seen on your feed and the stuff that you're doing. You're bringing like stuff like like Jose Wahebi used to do, like sight casting, and uh, you're doing stripers on the flats, aren't you? When yeah, when like today that, that is, you know, I, I will say that I, I don't know as the so over 25 years you call it of, of of fly fishing. I don't know what I really like to do now is, uh, and again, I don't think because it's better or worse. Uh, but I really like to, I don't mind going out all day and not casting. I, I, I like to see the fish that I'm fishing for, whether that be like, you know, whether that be the fish in the water or making a disturbance on the water, it doesn't have to be this perfect sight fishing situation, but I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of correlation between the kind of the hunt and, and catching that fish. Now with that said, I'm not above any form of it. Like today it was really super foggy and the stripers just came up. So I was like jonesing for, you know, the second striper of the year, you, and I got him. You, you won know, that just pool. Blind casting, so. <laughs> yeah, you wanted that pool, right? I'm sorry. I said you wanted that pool. Yeah, what pool? The the fish pool when you fly. Yeah, he wanted <laughs> he wanted to feel that second striper, yeah, but feel that feel the that tug. Tug. like oh, you said. What tug. I thought you said pool. Slowly. I'm sorry, the pool. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. What? Hell yeah, the pool. All about yeah. <laughs> A few days of no pool, you want that pool, right? I, I, I'm sorry, it's it's my accent. School yeah, season, that, just that a Pennsylvania accent. Yeah, man, Western it's, right it's the like Queen's it. English. Schooly season just opened up, right? So yeah, I don't know if I'm talking too much or too. I've never done a podcast. No. I was a little nervous to be no, honest. We, I don't we, know about. We you're are being, in in awe of what's going on in other places. We need to ask the questions. You're you're being absolutely perfect. Uh, drink another beer, man. That, that's what we're doing. Drink another beer, right on. <laughs> yeah, Sweet. man. I, I drank some. Yeah, no, I'm just out here in the backyard. It's actually, finally, the weather's nice here in Maine. You guys are way ahead of us. It's been a cold, cold spring. So it's like, I mean, really, like maybe two t-shirt days so far. And those are cool, cold ones. So you guys have like no trees or no trees, <laughs> no uh, no the leaves, weird, no the leaves weird on your trees. Is yet? Everybody in Maine's been saying it's like our springs are disappearing. It's like so that's a great question. It's like I'm looking out now and the trees are all kind of in bloom and everything. And the kind of new saying is there's no spring. It just goes right from winter to summer, which I'm starting to kind of feel that. You know, I felt that way about our our year as well. We went we had a little spring where it was a little weird. We had a good spring and this massive year. flooding. It, well, yeah. well, it was still fucking I saw cold. that. I remember seeing that post, that all that dirty water on the right of the car there. Yeah. How the, how the hell do you <laughs> and get... He said something along the lines, of, I, I, I'd like to think this doesn't happen every year, but it does, right? It, it's so cyclical, it, you know? It really does. And it, if you go back every year, it's the same thing. It's like we, uh, we like to piss and moan and bitch and piss and moan about it, but it happens every year. Last year yeah, was a totally. little different. for I know for us last year it was a little bit different. We had a dry spring. And then we had a really rainy summer, July and August were the rainiest we've had. But we had a, a decent spring. This year's spring was normal, I felt like. Yeah, it was normal. Like we're, we're supposed to have a lot of water now. Well, with, yes. with high water and low temps for extended periods, that's, well, that's probably what you're referring to is what you had. But ours usually warms up. Hell, we've had maybe 485 degree days now in the last week. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's getting oh, there wow. now. It's really? In, yes, in the last week. So 
like you said, that but, to me is summer. That's not really spring. But I before mean, that, it was 45. That's what I'm saying. Right. So. <laughs> and that's called winter, man. Exactly. It's fucking winter. It's that's not spring. I know. It's been, it's been weird. But someone said this spring was more analogous to what the older springs used to be. It felt more like as, as far as the, the water, we had enough. We had more water we were really having a problem in maine with like i think everywhere else in the last couple of years you know for the as far as the trout go just low water you know so, so low and warm low and warm so i understand that affects the, the trout fishing does that affect the saltwater fishing at all oh uh, that's a good question it might in some and, and i don't i'm not a, i don't claim to be an expert in anything at all really but it might be better in some ways you could argue that you know the a little bump in water temperature on the salt water could bring more stripers you could argue that okay but you don't you, you know don't find it like readily oh it's it's been so cold and so rainy we should be having some some really good striper fishing now oh uh, the striper is so cold no uh so i would say like I, uh, you don't want the, you don't want the rivers like the, we have, like in Maine, we have like some really big rivers that feed into the ocean. Let's just say three or four of them, some monsters. Right. And when those are like really high and dirty, then the bays are really high and dirty and it, you know, it just doesn't fish as well. So you really like, uh, you know, just a, 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 a fair amount of, of water. So we're coming up really on prime time. Like right now, the stripers are just kind of trickling in. Like today I saw probably more than I had seen the last couple days, last two days. I caught one like five days ago, then nothing. The last two days got zeroed. And then today there was some like up on bait and stuff. So it's really just starting to starting to uh, happen. And what's really cool is like by next week, we pretty having like some of the older timers here i like i was fishing with today i said so do you think it's going to be a good year because they're usually right and he's like well it won't be won't be able to really tell till next week so he's saying like next week will be a good indicator of how many you know schoolies around what's the biomass of the fish and all that so are you guys feeling the effect of uh we hear so much about the striper count being low and uh are you guys feeling that effect you know, it's it's hard to tell. It's it's I'm, I don't just as a fisherman, and I appreciate that all that everybody's doing there. I saw that Amendment Seven work, and you yeah. know at all the efforts that people are going to. It's so important because growing up in Rhode Island, I could you not. When I was growing up, nobody ever spots that I could go to now and catch almost one after the other schoolies at certain tides right striped bass growing up you would never ever even hear of anybody catching a striped bass because there was literally none i mean all you caught was bluefish so i've really seen that fishery go from zero as a kid <laughs> to build back up and i remember i don't know if it was like you know maybe like 18 or 19 i came home and caught the, like a striper i'm like can you believe this a striped bass and was and then since then it's just been progressing upward and then obviously with some downwards here as well but i'd hate to see it go back that way uh so what was the question sorry oh no i, <laughs> I was just asking if you've seen the decline in the stripers that that uh we that aren't in the fishery hear about as much right i guess the I guess the honest answer is, you know, if you have your spots and you know spots and you, and you have it, you it, it might be hard to see that. So what I'm saying is, like, it really takes, like, the people who have a higher, uh, a, a more global view or bigger picture view of it to see it. Because, like, to be honest, I can go to Rhode Island and 
that fishery is maintained and Maine's been some could argue had better years last year than years before. So just as a pure, just as a fisherman, you know, yeah. uh, kind of, it kind of depends who you're talking to some days as to what those, uh, what those numbers are like and who had a good year last year and everything. And that's why I think it does take, you know, the whole Eastern seaboard looking at it and having all the players that are involved now to maintain that fishery, because, you know, someone in one state or one little pocket of water, you know, on let's say Cape Cod, they may have a bunch of fish that post up and stay there, and they have a great year. And in their eye, it could be wow, these are the this is the best year ever of striper fishing. But that's just because, you know, the stars aligned for them in a good way. Does that yeah. does that make sense? No, it does. It does because uh, I have family that lives out in the Chesapeake, and I've recently started fishing down there with them. And all I hear now is how bad the fishery is and how bad the how bad they're managing it because they can't keep their limit of schoolies anymore. You know what I mean? Really? So they're, yeah, they're saying that it's uh they're seeing a decline well, or, but, but they're saying that because they can't keep them. Right. Or is, are they seeing less fish? They're seeing that because they can't keep them. Right. Because it's, and then I've been talking to other people that have been down there before and they like the schoolies, they, you know, they're, they used to be, x size which is so much bigger than what they are now you know what i mean it's true at certain times true so yeah but i was just fishing with a guy today like uh, there was a time i want to say maybe it was and don't quote me on any of this stuff but uh i want to say maybe like 2009 2010 maybe 11 where you could go fishing in maine and you could catch like 50 striped bass every time but they were all quite literally 10 inches and guys like what 10 inch? I mean, you catch a bigger brook trout, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so like, it's a very, it's, I, you know, there, there's a lot of mystery to it for me anyway. I, I'm not a biologist. And I don't know everything, but I'm saying it's like looking back through my time here in Maine and fishing with the same characters. Uh, it's like just today we're talking, remember that year they were all 10 inches. And then remember that year, like all the schoolies were like 28 inches. There was a year of that where all the fish in Maine were big and everyone you caught was big. And then, then it was somewhere in between. And then, it, then there was years that there wasn't many fish. And then we had a wave of a lot of fish. So it's like, you know, so, it's, it's hard to tell, I guess, sometimes where, where just based on where you're at, you can get, you, you know, what kind of hard, cards you draw. So it's all cyclical. You're, you're feeling cyclical and kind of like where they it seems like where they tend to post up like and i mean you can look at other species too and i don't know yeah. if it applies but like my friends here they go to the vineyard to fish the albies every year and like some years it's like oh my god you know eight guys caught double digit you know 100 fish between eight guys and the very next year and the weather's not a hurricane or something there's no albies on the vineyard you know so and, i don't know and that's not angler depreciated because people aren't keeping albies correct I, yeah, again, don't, I don't, I, I don't think so. So I just think it's a, you know, here on the East coast, it's those years with the Albies anyways, some years they're really strong in Rhode Island, not at all. And really strong on the vineyard and not on the Cape. And it, that those are fascinating fish too. And it's kind of, that's part of the, do, part of the equation too. Do they come up as far as you? No, they, that's a good question. No, they don't. Uh, the, not the Albies. Now the Atlantic Bonito, when you look at Maine, um, it says that it's kind of like a natural fish here and they, they have been caught. Uh -huh. I have seen them caught, but it's a real unicorn to catch a real good sized Benito, you know, four or five pounds or bigger. Will, is tough. Will, you, will you travel for them? 
Oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love the, those. Are some of my favorite <laughs> fish to fish for those little tuna. So when when you're going after the the little bonito, are you throwing eight weights at them, or uh, what what what's your uh, what's your terminal tackle for for those fish? Yeah, eight, not even a nine, because you you know usually it's in the fall. Uh, for so the I don't know if you know, but the bonito. So the bonito usually show up around August first right and they'll stay around the bonito or the atlantic bonito you know they have the lines going horizontal and perpendicular you know which ones i'm talking about the bonito yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it is it bonito is that like a big fish no but bonitos no, are the, like the, the, the little the tail, right old, yeah well so no there's, there's two there's the atlantic bonito right if you have a computer search atlantic bonito go oh i've seen it because it's important or, so there's the atlantic bonito and then there's the false albacore aren't the so, false albacore little bonito Correct. Say that, say that again. Aren't a false albacore little bonito? Is All right. So here's the deal. So there's the Atlantic bonito, which is a re- really cool fish. If someone's got a computer, you can I, pull it off. I'm looking right now. Right. Yeah. I just thought uh, that's what the question was asked. At, remember uh, Step Brothers <laughs> when he asked the question? Is it, is a bonito like a big fish? And they're all sitting at the table having dinner. So you got the you got the bonito. They come in August. First, and there won't be any albies around, also known as yeah, false albacore, right. or the guys in Florida call those bonita. Yeah. But the bonita and the false albies are the same. Okay, so the Atlantic bonito kind of look like right. a mackerel for the. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you see how they're a little different. They're really pretty fish. Yeah. But they have like you know just different patterns and stuff. But they are a different kind of species, right? And those are really cool. And those those you can target and catch in in the month of August, uh, for me anyway. And it's, what's really cool is when the albies come in, they kick the bonito out. Like the bonito will they'll be in the mix sometimes, but they get harder to catch. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't like to roll together. So it's like basically August is bonito fishing and September and October is alby fishing. So for the albies can be really windy. Have you guys had a lot of wind this year? Uh, in the springtime we have. Oh God, it's been, the wind yeah. has just been brutal. So it's anyway, it can be like September and October can be really windy. So I'd throw, I like a nine weight uh, with a floating line, you know, just straight uh, 15 pound uh, fl- uh, fluoro, usually about nine feet. Really keep it simple, and then the fly is always some for me anyway, some version of a sand eel pattern. So, the the challenge is really in finding the fish, setting up on the fish, or if you're on foot, you know, having the having knowing how those fish are going to react because you really don't get many shots, you know. So when you're saying sand eel, you're talking like something like four or five inches long, but real long and narrow. Bob Popovich surf candy is the gold standard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a real you know, teeny little Olive and white or blue yeah. and white, you know, some version yeah. of that, you're good to go, which I really love fish like that. You know, I've been thinking about that too. Like I love to go down to Florida and bonefish or whatever. And, you know, fortunately down there, like for the Albies, fortunately it's challenging that the fly itself is, is rarely, in my experience, is rarely the, the issue. It's rarely the crux of the why you didn't catch fish. And I know that there's could be a million people listening. Not a million. I'm saying there's people that could listen to this and say he's totally wrong there. In which case, I get that. Like you know, if you go to Montauker's and they're on the little bay anchovies, that fly needs to be smaller and match it a little bit more. But I'm saying in general, like you go fishing for bonefish, a, a crab pattern or crazy Charlie or you know shrimp pattern, something along those lines, you're in the game. Yeah. 
It's not like going to the Delaware. You don't have a fucking caddis fly, and you, all you got is a parachute. Oh, atoms, you know you what have, I mean? All you have sulfurs, and they're eating caddis. Exactly. It's not so. That's what I, I kind of like those kind of fish because the challenge becomes in one finding them, and then and then and then catching them is just challenging. So you have the entire Atlantic Ocean. What? Where do you start? Do you go to like points and breaks, or are you just? out in the abyss or what oh god no no there's a whole culture around around it that know the same spots and okay. from foot like there's 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 not that many there's like you know, I don't spots. Want the one to like say <laughs> yeah. the exact no. locations but no we're not we're not asking the spot no burn, right but yeah <laughs> but there's there's like a culture about oh these are the spots that you go to for foot yeah there's yeah. just well you know what's the, you know what's really fascinating to think about think about this there's not many places in the world where you can catch those from foot, like Florida, your chances of catching Albies from foot are near none. Think about that, right? So in Florida, they're they're catching them off like oil, oil dot. Um, they're just they tend to be deep. So they're again, uh, I'm not a biologist and not an expert in anything, but they're deep water fish. So I, you basically look at it like somehow the Northeast is positioned so that that deep water is close enough and the bait is in close enough and they're willing to come in tight to shore like that. And the ones in Florida are bigger, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, in, they can be general. bigger. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. They're cause they're more offshore. They're feeding on bigger bait. They're, they're spending. So the ones I've caught in Florida tend to be in deeper water. Again, not always. Sometimes they're in the passes and stuff like that, but you rarely hear of guys going out to catch Albies ever in anywhere else but the northeast have you i guess that's a question too no i i people do it i've heard in florida for bait but that that's it right but to, to take a fly rod and go catch an albie from shore in florida i think you'd have your work cut out i don't know many who has i don't know anybody who has i don't know anyone who has either so it's right. on so, it's on prime. so that's what i'm saying what's cool is like it's a real culture like you guys should come and do it sometime because like september in September and mid-September, you know, there's a whole culture of guys. You know, all the kind of beat goers are gone from the beaches. And it's really cool. You know, and there's stripers around. There's bluefish around. But then you also have the albies around. And you might even get a bonito, too. So, so, so how do you feel about bluefish? I personally love them. I think they're the best. Absolutely. <laughs> they have teeth, man. They'll fuck up a fly. <laughs> oh, they're fucking awesome, dude. They're some of the best. They're, 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 they're the best fish. I mean, it's like, you know, in Rhode Island, sometimes you want to get away from the stripers and find the blue fish to catch those. And those gator blues, those things are incredible. Yeah, man. So, hey, can you tell us a little bit about your sharks? Uh, you, yeah. You got into it real quick. You said there's blues and makos. Are there any yep. other any other species that you're going into? Or trying to catch oh yeah, we have a whole like so. Put it this: a short story is me, Nick. Oh, and I forgot. I knew I would forget someone. Chris too. Chris, uh, uh, Chris Donahers, his name. So there's a collection of let's call it. We have a with shark crew of like there's like uh, like seven of us in total. And what's cool too is we we basically uh, have a rental boat. I'm friends with the guys who own a marina here. So I, I trust them or whatnot. So we do, they're basically a boat club. It's just rent. So we rent, the, we do this, pay this fee so that we can use their boats anytime we want, but we don't own them. You, you know what I mean? Throughout yeah. a season. Oh, sure. So yeah. what that's cool. I think it's a cool story because we're basically using rental boats to get out there. That's dope as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're out there in like these pleasure cruisers. We don't give a shit. <laughs> was what I'm saying. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and so, 
so there's seven of us. So, but it's important because you need the guys to do each function of the job. So basically, given day, Nick Mayer might say, "Okay, I'm in for tomorrow," and he'll get up and he'll he'll wake he'll leave Vermont at like I don't know ten and be in the fucking Marina parking lot at like four in the morning, Maine, <laughs> and we'll, we'll all get on and we go out and again they know as much as me now and we make collective choices. So basically, we're going. I would just for practical purpose just call it 10 to 15 miles offshore yeah right so we're looking for first and foremost we look at the weather make sure that you know intro for shark fishing you really don't want glass like fucking zero wind because they get really cautious but you don't want rough seas obviously right yeah you want four footers <laughs> right so we're, we're looking for that perfect five to ten out of the south or whatnot. And then we all, when we get out there, it's like kind of cool, too, because, you know, we're all splitting the gas and splitting whatever we need and all that. And so I don't want to be the one to, like, make the shot, call the shot. So everyone decides, okay, the current and this and the temperature, the water is huge. We look for, uh, what is it, you know, like 70 degrees is ideal. <laughs> Problem in Maine, you don't want to be too cold. Too cold and they won't be there. So I think we realize that, like, this is all, like, stuff I've learned with them is, like, as soon as you see, I want to say, like, 60, 65, you can start catching sharks. Hmm. Right? Okay. So the water's way too cold now, like in the 50s, high 50s. Anyway, so we look for these, per but then when we get more than, we'll be like, oh, look at that. There's 67 degree water a little further off. So we'll find the water temperature, the currents and all that. And we'll decide. And then we get out there and we set up. And you, you know what's really cool is <clears throat> what I've come to learn is you don't need you don't need like a lot of guys think you chum a lot. You you really don't even need chum. All you need is oil because they're coming. What's fascinating about the sharks? They're coming to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell guys, I when, say, when you they say, say, you think we'll catch any? I say, now here's the deal. I say, other fish that you fish for, you know how you might spook them and you just, they'll swim away? These are never swimming away. <laughs> so you have like the, you, what do you do? You just have the biggest, sweatiest dude in the boat get naked and jump out into the water and chum them up? I mean, what, what's yeah, your, well, how do, where are you getting your oil from? <laughs> what I was going to say is all you need is a little bit of oil, to be honest. Huh. Oil, like Manhattan oil. And they'll smell that from ridiculous. I, I You can't, it, it's amazing that they'll even find just a little scent of oil. But what I'm saying is they're thinking that the boat is something that they, uh, that they want to eat, you know? So, so you were, uh, you were speaking about it being collective, uh, you know, ideas and all this, uh, and we all know Joe Goodspeed. Um, oh, you do? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We've, had, yeah. we've had Joe yeah. on the show, and uh, we know, like, he's an out-of-the-box type of thinker. Um, totally. You know, when you're... Incredible you're, fisherman. I have to oh, throw yeah, that in there. Yeah, really oh, incredible oh, fisherman no, and no, very yeah. technical guy, yeah, too, which that's, I've learned a ton from that him. Was, that, was some of my, that was some of the questioning, like, having a guy like him on the boat, when he's thinking outside the box, trying to tackle something like hooking a shark, you know... I mean, what, what's that like, you know, just having those kind of minds all in the boat together trying to tackle something like that? Oh, it's really awesome because it's really – I'm telling you, it's like I've been fascinated. i got a great story of Joe too. So the Mako is the prize. So so I'll, I'll go into Joe right here. So anyway, we then get out there. We set out just a little bit. And we don't want to have to use any, like, chum if we don't have to. You know what I mean? But so when we'll use as least as possible, and then a shark will show up. Usually you see its fin somewhere out there. And um, – and then we'll have a guy on a teaser rod, you know, that has just a, a, a skirt with a mackerel on it or just a mackerel. And you throw it out there and you kind of like get that shark all fired up and then you throw the fly. But it's still not easy. 
You know, they have they have incredible senses. So you'll see them really come up to the fly. You'll be like, oh, my God, this thing's going to crush the fly. And he will literally stop dead in its tracks if that fly has, like, any tinsel on it or any metal. You know, I mean, you know enough mm-hmm. to know that sharks have that sensory around their, their noses, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, yeah. I don't either, but I know, but I've seen it quite literally. Guys will be <laughs> like, oh, what do you think meat? of this fly? And it's a beautiful looking fly, and it has a bunch of Christmas tinsel or whatever the fuck <laughs> in it. I'll be like, all right, you can try it. And that shark will come up, and they'll sense that metal, or they, they don't like synthetics at all. And they'll mm. they'll basically just back right off and won't even touch it. Really? You know? Yes. You Fascinating. Guys- so here's, here's a great story about Joe Goodspeed. So on a good day... You can pretty much rely on some some blue sharks. I say that because no fishing can rely on anything, but it's pretty reliable. Thank God, because you're investing a lot of time and energy to get out there. So on a good day, a few blue sharks will show up, and hopefully you can get a few guys to get them on on the fly. Um, and but what everybody's really hoping for is that that mako to show up, right? And what's awesome is when they do everybody goes crazy (laughs) right you can imagine yelling oh my god all this but what happened with joe was he would tie these flies and he used no synthetic and he went as far as to not put any scent on the fly human or otherwise and he kept it in his in a bag a ziploc bag for when a mako showed up and sure as fuck when one did and Chris and Nick threw their flies and Joe threw his. I'm not saying it was the definitive thing, but this shark, no doubt, just went for fucking Joe's like you wouldn't believe. It was unbelievable. And yeah. everybody would attest to that. <clears throat> that That's weird as shit. Yeah, because he, he always has, like, a different, like, outlook on muskie and how his muskie flies want to look. Yeah, and how but, he all, I mean, you know? setless is big in no, the sure. game of noses, man. Huh. Fuck. So, oh, totally. Like, that, I have learned, I mean that, I have learned, like, he's upped my fishing game in all ways. Like, I mean, trout, whatever, like, I'll take the time now to, like, put on the right leader, the right fly, you know, before I'd be like, doesn't matter, woolly bugger catches everything. But that's not true, you know? You know? Well, or is it the right leader? <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So, Jeremy, way back in the day, we had a Conway Bowman on. From- oh my God! I went. I, this is really fucking. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk to it, but I'm saying I just went last spring fishing with Conway. Okay, he was. So tell- go on. He was telling us about fishing with tube flies. And yes, are you guys doing that? You're gonna love this. So anyway, one of the guys, <laughs> one of the guys that I mentioned, I you're not gonna believe this, is Joe Webster, Fish Big Two O Seven. He works at all points. He tie. He's an amazing fucking fly tire he's tr- absolutely an artist on the vice and he's like a trained classical glass blower like i mean he's unbelievable artist and tire we went out to fish with conway last year big trip to san diego i brought one of joe's flies and now conway loved joe's flies so much he's, he's using joe's flies out there that's awesome that's isn't so, that awesome that's so yeah. cool <laughs> so so the East Coast flies are transferring West Coast. Yes, and no doubt, I give hundred thousand percent. That guy Conway Bowman, he is the man. I mean, we had the best time fishing with him, and I mean, he's been doing those makos on the fly out there since uh, before. I think he is definitively the innovator of it. So we kind of went out there to learn, and we had a great time and just a great, great guy. And then kind of took you know some of. What we were doing a lot of it right, but it was definitely learned some stuff from him that we applied out here. So it's been a it's been a lot of fun. So once you went out there and learned some stuff, has your Mako game upped at all? 
Yeah, like like little things, like just knowing that, like, you know, they really like to be around the tuna, right? Like out there, it's a lot of Makos, because I didn't even know that they had bluefin tuna out in, uh, out his way, I guess. I didn't know that. I knew they had tuna, but huh. anyway, he's like, yeah, you know, just little, not little things, big things. But so we found here in Maine, the closer we can be around the bluefin tuna, and I don't mean like jumping around the boat, but where the, the, the heavier concentrations of the tuna are being caught, is there's a correlation with the Makos because the Makos are chasing the tuna. So are you around the dudes that are on dead? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, wicked tuna. Wicked tuna. Are oh, you- totally. Yeah. They come into the same marina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wicked streamers. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the time, but when they're, wicked you know, cause streamer. those grounds, those fishing grounds are Maine and, and Cape and all that. So yeah, a few times they've been at the same marina we're at. Yeah. So like, like I said, that's, that's all, common stuff that people that uh that aren't in the game would know uh yeah like what yeah. the, the, the being mean, around the tuna with the makos i mean just like the the grounds you know same same oh, area yeah yeah the offshore dude it's awesome I mean, i'm always learning it it's like you know the whole there's a whole world of fishing that goes on offshore that you know dude it's exactly the same as you know every you know the trout streams you know around mm-hmm. pennsylvania that only the guys in pennsylvania know and all that that you know everybody in that room right now knows yeah same same games going on with shit on the ocean i'm talking offshore you know what i mean every hump is accounted for this hump that hump that channel this thing the whole it's crazy you know, same exact thing that's jeremy's hump over there and this mm-hmm. is a- <laughs> no they're much older than me long yeah. you know yeah you know oh, what yeah. i'm saying yeah. but, but uh, yeah i'm saying just because it looks like open ocean it's not, you know, that whole bottom contour matters, you know, and you find out all these things, shark fishing too, like what you want to be on. Like, so in Maine, you could go out, we could be in 600 feet of water pretty quick, like whatever within 10 miles or something like that. Right. But what you want to be on is you want to be on like the drop-offs because the Makos like to hunt. So if, if it goes from 600 to 200, you want to be around that 200 drop off because they hunt around the around the ledges right like any other fish like the muskie or whatever right i, I was just gonna say it's just like muskie fishing because they're like they're like bullies they like push the, the punks up against their lockers and that totally. that drop off would be the locker that they would push the the bait fishing is against yeah i mean i'd love to have you guys up to maine and, and do it this year i'm telling you come on up and shark fish with us yeah. oh dude you're making it sweeter and sweeter <laughs> well i'll tell you what i love about it you know what i love about it is you know i get it dude where you're it's like but what the shark fishing is is when you see that fin it it's it, 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 it's not an intellect it's, it's not a you know you go to the delaware river that's intellectual fly fishing you know talking latin and fucking you know, all sorts of bugs coming off and I get it. This is not that. This is like, when you see that shark fin, you're like, it hits you something like that in every human being. You're like, holy shit, dude, that's a shark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You get that pucker factor. You I, get yeah. Bucks, like your brain, your brain is not needed. Your brain's just saying, stay the fuck away from that thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't, got yeah. The, you don't got the gear for that. Well, I've been to Delaware and I understand that bug game. I spent four days out there and no. No, 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 I don't think it's anything like game. fucking uh, not understand it completely, but you know, understand <laughs> that they will, you know, if you don't have the right bug on, they're turning it down and whatever else. But nothing like that. Holy hell, so, that's like that's like a predator that wants to eat everything. So I get another question: When you get one up to the side of the boat, there's there's no uh, hero shots, right? 
<laughs> what do you mean for for what for the what do you mean? No, I don't understand. No one's picking a shark up out of the water and take a hero shot with it. You just like kind of put your face in and like get a selfie. Oh, selfie. No, there's actually that everyone wants the shotgun shark. There's actually little pups that'll come up and fucking like you know like there's makos that are. Conway told me we were out there talking. Conway's caught him twelve inches. He holds them up by the dorsal fit and they're flapping around. <laughs> That's and you know awesome. what Conway told me? You know what, dude? Makos. Start fucking killing in the womb. What? Yes, they start biting and killing their other. Yes, dude, they're they're fucking incredible creatures. So these are I siblings. Swear to God, in that's, the that comes from Conway. It's like basically, Animals, as soon as they animals. come out, they're they're, they're running around like they're twelve around, inches animals. and running around killing shit, Just killing and everything, shit. <laughs> eating their eating their brothers and sisters. Like a sturgeon. Right. That's awesome. They're, they're Isn't that yeah. you know? Oh, those are great fish. Oh, man. Oh, and then you hook the mako. I'm telling you, dude, the mako will haunt. Uh, I I caught marlin on the fly. They jumped. I thought that was the king of sport fish. It kind of like was labeled that, you know. I'm telling you, in my opinion, you hook that mako. That thing is blistering, blistering run. It, I mean, I, you, you you blistering 200 yards. I don't care who makes what and what you got on it. Strip Nick Merrart clean. The dirt. The dirt. <laughs> No, he literally was t- stripped them clean of everything. Yeah. And wow. but if you can maintain it and turn them around, dude. And then on top of that, fifteen foot somersault jumps upwards of ten of them. So so East Coast versus West Coast, there's no difference in jumping then, right? No, I think they're actually the uh, they're the same, not the same exact, you know, but uh, they're same same species short fin mako, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's what they're called. So you've hooked a tarpon as well, obviously then. I mean, tarpon? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay, so mako to tarpon, mako just not even comparable. No. Okay. Wow. Just just wondering because you know that's what most people that you know coming you know coming from a guy who just who's never even fished in the ocean. Uh, you know everybody trout. like oh hey you know tarpon it's it's you know that's where you want to you want to go fish for a tarpon bonefish and and snook and all this shit. No, I want to go fish for mako. Bonefish. Well, no, I'm just saying it's it's you know I love and that circles back to what we're talking about. I love every fish for their for 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 what they are. You know, I mean, I honestly like here, man. I love when it comes like August. Like I'll go around targeting pumpkin seeds because they're fun. You know, so I'm not saying like a mako is like do a mako over a tarpon. Two totally different experiences. But you know, just being out there in the open ocean, like the mako. Think about that. I mean, they're like the apex predator of the ocean. And they don't swim in packs. They're lone wolves, and they're just they're just like amazing, amazing creatures. And fortunately, this year the feds just uh, made them not catch up, not keepable for the short term. Awesome. Yes, That's exactly. Awesome. So, but there, but there are days you're running out there in 15 miles and not getting much of any action, right? Uh, the the blue oh yeah no I think one year the first year I met Nick and Joe and all those that whole crew we hooked hooked in hooked nine makos and I think Joe landed one right the following year we 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 got like we only we only saw three and hooked one and then last year it was something in between so the mako is uh <laughs> we're getting better at we're getting better at finding the makos i guess i think i don't know like nah. year one was pretty lucky well hey i mean it's still work it's not a given it's different to you so- oh totally but what makes it fun so if you guys came up what makes it fun is you i don't again i never say there's no guarantees in fishing you guys know that as soon as you say that no, you're absolutely. guaranteed not to catch <laughs> shit you know so what i'm saying though if you come up 
Yeah, you can. I'll just say that the blue sharks are fairly reliable. Like if it's August, they have to be, right? It's if it's August. Did you know that those blue sharks come all the way from South Africa? Is that where they're coming from? Yes, we get tags on them from all over the world. And do you personally report them when you catch the blue? Yeah, the yeah. Blue sharks? We last year we started tagging them ourselves. Okay, cool. Awesome. Do you have to get yep, certified or anything to do Josh that? Josh Gieb in there. He's been instrumental to that. There's and what you guys would love too is there's guys. Joe Goods is Joe Good. Yeah, Joe Goodspeed's a good one. There's guys that become really skilled at getting the fly and the hook out of the shark's mouth, like really quickly. Okay. And I, you know, this guy Josh is really. He takes like, okay, Josh, you go do that, right? So they got. However, they do it. You know, sometimes we have these longer tools. Sometimes just pliers. But I'm saying, and Joe Goodspeed is actually really comfortable and really good like Josh at getting the um the hook out, you know, which is a big part of it. So that's their job on the boat that day. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, that's what's kind of cool out there. Nobody needs to be a hero. It's like who's best at this? Do what you're whoever's best at it, do it. That's what I like about it. You know. So you're going all the way out there and catching fish. Uh, we all like to eat fish once in a while. Are you ever bringing a shark home, like a blue shark or anything? Now the sharks, the sharks wouldn't taste good, taste good at all. But with that said, you're, we're usually remember how I said 600, 200, those humps, yeah. those are called humps. So usually on top of the humps is really good ground fishing. <laughs> so we'll catch cod, haddock. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which keeps it fun. And I mean, so, I mean, I you know send down a diamond jig like 250, 220 feet, you know, and I mean, couple spots, you know, just bouncing. You catch just we're you catch quite a few. That's cool, man. And then you can give your wife a reason for you to go out fishing, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, man, hey, we've had you on the phone for an hour. Is there anything that we we should be hitting on? Any, uh, any topics that you think we should be touching on that we haven't? You know what? I guess, yeah. I, I always feel like I'm sorry if I talk too much or whatever. I don't know how these podcasts go. I hope I didn't. Am no. I supposed to ask you guys questions? No, absolutely not. You're doing perfect. No, this, this, has been great. this is exactly how we, we uh, envisioned it to go. Better, but better. Yeah, like I said, I, I guess that you know this that what your last question segues into it is you know I don't really know, man. It was like, you know, when when, when we all started flies and fins and did flies and fins, uh, it was I mean we were just fishing, just fish bums, dude. Right? I mean, like I don't know, a collection of a dozen of us, and still friends with all of those people. And uh, but what I was gonna say is we were just fishing and writing stories, and then you know life got in the way, you know had the, the work and all that stuff and kids and, and basically you guys probably know there came a time when the kids like stuck. I couldn't leave my wife with two kids shitting their pants and go to the salmon river and feel like I was fucking living the dream anymore. Right. Leaving her with the kids. No, Makes I, sense? I know oh, what you yeah. mean. We're going to Niagara next weekend and leaving our, our wives and kids. Oh, yeah. awesome. No, I, of course, of course. Yeah, you get it. But now that the kids are a little older, yeah, they're, sure. they're, they're, yeah. they're eight. And if and, they shit their pants, they're sick. Yeah. Eight, eight years old. They're good to go. They can take awesome. care of themselves. What I was going to say is, so when I got out of, when I got out of that rut, or when I attended to business of being a dad and, 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 and working and all that sort of stuff, kind of hung up the fly rods. I don't know for like, let's call it six, seven years. You know, I didn't fish that much. I just kind of like attended to business, let's say. But as the kids started getting older and opening up, you know, and then I saw they were on the Instagram. Here's where it's going to go is like, you know, I was like, it kind of got me back into the fishing, but also back into the Instagram. And kind of the thing I think about now is, you know, I don't know that I'm doing anything on there right at all. And some days, if you want, I'm a dead honest. Some days I'm, I wake up and I'm like, I want to delete this whole fucking thing. Why am I even fucking doing this? You know, me too. But, but then other days, and I'm talking to you guys like 
of my generation, uh, you know, my generation being dads and stuff. Other day, I see the benefits of like, you know, I I connect with my kids really a lot through that. Like I went I went off it for like a year. I said I'm done with this. I went off, and what I realized was. I didn't connect with my kids as, you know, just little interactions that I catch with them. Oh, dad, I saw the fish you catch and want to go fishing. And also some of their friends in the town have started fishing because of it. And I also meet guys like you. I mean, I wouldn't have met Nick Mayer Art and I wouldn't have met, met these other people and uh, through it. So I guess what I'm saying is I wanted to ask you guys, you know, I guess I'm still at a spot where I 50 percent of me sees all of the negativity of social media that the whole world does. I'm sure you guys I, we could talk. We said, hey, let's just talk about the downsides of social media. But we, then we, we could talk all day about that. Sir, sure. sound like every other podcast. Listen, listen, there, there's no but, but reason. Then I'm saying, but then there's 50 percent, if I'm honest, that I that that really I've met a lot of great people and there's some good things. So. I guess my question to you is how do you guys navigate those waters? What are your feelings around it? And I, you know, I guess I will look for some validation because I truly don't know if I'm doing a good job on there or what a good job Honestly, even consists of. Is it okay? You know what I'm saying? It's, we're all on this new frontier of this digital frontier. And quite frankly, none of us have been here before. You know what I started so, doing on that I don't know stuff? the answer, so I'd like to hear some of your feedbacks on that. Absolutely. I honestly, I honestly, and I, I don't, I'm not a big social media person myself. I'll get on there and scroll for a little while. But uh, I feel like I, if somebody has some negativity on my feed, they get deleted immediately. And what I've found through that, hold on, through that process of looking through people and doing that, you know who the people that always are now, now there are? The people who are basically in your life? No, no, no. They're the the Dustin Hineses, the Nick Latanzios, Patrick, you know. Pat, friends you know, you Pat, see. you know, Pat, all my all my fishing friends from across the country that we've met through this podcast, and all the people that had all the crappy. I don't. If you do politics on that crap, oh, you're done. You're not. You're not on my shit no more. No, fuck that noise. We're we're we're. I'm here for my fishing friends and keeping up with everything and everybody across the country that I've made friends with through this sport that make it better for me. And that's what I've kind of tried to start to keep my social media to. And that's it. Oh, hell yeah. And I want to hear from you other guys too, but that was really awesome because, you know, I'd like to say the same as like, you know, in a way when I click on that flies and fins and that's Instagram there, you know, I got to ask you at the end of the day and after multiple days pass by, does it do more? Is it like, I, I gotta be honest, like, it makes me feel like it's something I enjoy doing. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's like I see a lot of positive stuff, too. And, you know, I, I, I try to, like, don't get into any of that stuff. The politics, It's a nice reprieve from fucking other information. Because you nailed it the way you just What's your name there, bud? The, Fuck that guy. His name's Jason, but he's okay. He left. He left. Fuck him. I, when I go on there, it adds value to my life. It keeps me fishing. It keeps me connected. Look, at I'm meeting guys like you. We might even go shark fishing. Dude, all because of that, you know? The coolest thing in social media is being real. The fucking not coolest is not being real. Right. Right. So and, like I said, and I think you need to have guys to keep you in check if you're being real. That's why I ask you guys, and I ask like Joe Goodspeed and people. I say, I don't. Am I being? Am I doing this right? Because I don't know what right is, but I I don't know. I can tell. Like my favorite part about it is, I like being able to tell every photographer's style. 
Like I, I can tell when I open and I see flies and fins. And then if I scroll down, I see germs, you know, he has a different style of photography and it's a different fishery and you can get to learn the different guys that you're looking at. Um, you know what I mean? Like germs is, yeah. from, germs is from uh, South Carolina, Charleston area, but he's a professional photographer. Whereas you take great pictures and you're from Maine and you guys are chasing two totally different fish and it's, it's hard to describe, but you get to learn the different way that everyone on your feed takes pictures and tells the story by, by the picture. Well, isn't that you know fascinating I mean? too? And I know, I think you guys, when I was scrolling, remember I said I was scrolling through yours. You guys do a great job too. I mean, I mean, I mean that it's like, cause it's real. I don't know in a way, but it seems like these are, these are real guys. Like these are real guys I'd want to fish with, you know? And- but what I was going to say is also interesting about it, too, when you think about it. I have a lot of friends who are, like, filmmakers and photographers and stuff and in the industry and all sorts of stuff. And I get the sense that, dude, you know what's crazy? We all are photographers now. And the good news is we all have a lot of work to do. I'm saying, like, I've always seen that. Like I said, is like way before digital. I was taking the photos and, and putting them in albums, right? It'll be a lifelong process of mine to, like, you know, you get better, like, anything you do at seeing shots and and kind of like you know fish or not fish it's seeing things and and the light and all that different stuff and it's like i think like you know if we can get through this dark time i'll just call it of social media you know with all the darkness around if we can get through that you know and we could all just see it as a way to like hey none of us really fucking know what we're doing here (laughs) right let's define let's like collectively i guess See, and I guess we're getting there. We're, we're realizing what we don't, what we all collectively don't like and what we do like and how to do things better. But at the end of the day, how to make our connections stronger like that. That's the real that that's always been the real value to me. Absolutely. It's it's not just looking at the girls that you had a crush on in high school. It's finding the dudes that you have a connection with. <laughs> they all got fat. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And they all had yeah. like two or three kids exactly. and got fat, bro. They all growing. of them did. It's been terrible. Right? That's that's what I'm saying. Is like, like one I don't want my 10. life to be like the. Same. I want to keep growing and meeting new people. Like, and that's where that's where the fun stuff is, isn't it? And so, yeah. Is there anyone else who has anything to say on the on the social media piece? Because I, it's a big piece. No, it, it totally is, and uh, I I do think we've covered it pretty well. Because, uh, like I said, we're all on it. Yes. And and our SVS page is a conglomerate of the three dudes sitting around the table at the moment right now. You know what I mean? Oh, right on. Is that what it, yeah. Cause I went to SVS and then the link goes to the podcast stuff. So I was like, it's so in a way that's very similar to flies and fins, you know, it's like, cause like Alex who's in part Patagonia now. And I mean, I could go on and on. Like I said, everybody I know almost <laughs> is, is through that through 20 years. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Our 20 year guys are sitting right here with you. I've fished with these guys since, since we were really little kids. And, oh, even more than that. And, yeah, and, probably and, you 30 know, years. I, I guess this may be a little biased, but what if, like, follow me here. So the the, the thing of flies and fins was, well, all it was, it was, it was back in the day. Remember the days of forums? Yes, I remember the Drake okay. forum and so, yeah, the Drake, the Drake, and then in, in, probably in Pennsylvania you had your own forums, and then there was SalmonCrazy.com. Remember that's probably still around. Salmon, I don't remember Salmon Crazy, but I remember. Okay, Fish well, that Eerie. was like the yeah. big forum for yeah. the Salmon River, you know. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting uh, getting that excited, but we all had those the days of the forums, and it was basically like a, what I, I saw like the forums, and we had them in Maine. There was like three big ones: fly fishing in Maine, Maine fly fishing, and fly fishing only. 
And I was like, oh, this everyone's talking about real-time stuff and what the reports and what they're catching in gear and so on. And that's kind of where I said, I, I don't want to do just, I don't want to do that. So it's, I want to do the stories. Now, here's what I'm saying. Could you imagine, I think that that is a good thing, and I think that that could solve a lot of the problems. Imagine if Instagram said, hey, you can't post a picture if you don't write a 200-word story with it, right? Then no one would read anything. They would just. That's, that's what. <laughs> that's hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what Facebook was, and that's why everybody turned to Instagram. Color and context Wait. around it. What would these sluts really post, bud? What's what, that? What would these sluts and posers really even? They would have no fucking. They would have nine thousand. Yeah, I'm only on Instagram hey, for porn. Hey, look at me, bud. My name's Smut. They, and with my titty out. They'd have OnlyFans <laughs> and Tinder. Right. Fuck, man. I, I and can't. that's what I, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like it's nice to know that there's other guys who just aren't out there doing just putting up, you know, whatever, man. Trying to no do it worthless in some sort of content. way. I, I guess the bottom line is if if it can help me like stay positive and stay connected at the end of the day, that's 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 the goal. Hey, one one more thing before we leave. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, you should hit up a dude named Main Drifter. Look him up on Instagram. His name's Jasper. And get real weird in his DM. Yeah, slide <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's just slide on there. You're real weird. Tell him the guys from SVS sent you. Hey, buddy. What's your name? <laughs> Who's all right? What's this now? His name's Main Drifter on Instagram. Yeah. Slide into his DMs. Yeah, you're real weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, he, he's great. He uh, Awesome he, guy. He built a drift boat, and I drove to Maine and picked it up. Oh, no shit. Yeah, man. Jasper, oh, definitely. That's Jasper, fucking sick. He's real deal people. He's nice Oh, yeah, guy. where in Maine? Just curious. Just Bangor. Contact. Up in Bangor? Yeah. yeah. So he grew up in Belfast, lives in Bangor. Right on. So check him out, man, so for, for real. You guys going to come up shark fishing? Uh, we we would love to. This, this sounds like an awesome time. My mom turned 70 this year, so I'm going to yep. use that as an excuse. Cause, and still uh, talk uh, shit when yeah, I... Yeah, I want to get him. She still talks shit when I shows up. Because <laughs> I guess we're going to the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. That's going to take up all my vacation time. Yeah, she'll <laughs> be oh, right on. She'll when are you going to the Bahamas? Uh, it's in January. <laughs> oh, right on. So well, you're going to bone fish, I hope. I hope so, too. Mom, yeah, happy birthday. Well, everyone asks me. Well, I ask, I'll ask you. We'll end on this note. So everyone, I'll ask you guys first. If we'll you had on only note. one fish to fish for the rest <laughs> Thanks, of your life, you can only choose one. What would it be? Uh, I'll go last out of these three. No, man. It's going to be the steelhead trout's pretty fucking pendable for fighting back. Jay, one you... fish for the rest of my life? Yeah. Yeah, you got no choice. He's a, he's uh, a steel. Berkey. Uh, oh, this... nice. Yeah. I'm going the uh, the old reliable. Smallmouth? No, man. I went down tarpon fishing with Pogo. Tarpon? I didn't. I hooked one. Didn't didn't fight it. Didn't land it. I'm going tarpon. <laughs> tarpon, nice. One more. That that was no, all that's three of it. Us. That's the three oh, of us. Oh, yeah. what the other guy it was one brookie and tarpon. What was the other one? Steelhead, Steelhead trout, bro. Steelhead. Oh fuck yeah, that'd be a tough one to give up. You can't. I was gonna give say though, bonefish. I My thought a lot about have. it. Bonefish are so cool because you get all the elements of a trout. You're you you need very simplistic gear. You're in warm weather. You see the thing. You know you can see them in the water. Sometimes their tails out of the water, which is kind of analogous to like a rising trout, right? You, you see, and then, we and have then you no... hook those fucking things, man. Hopefully, you get into some of the Bahamas, and I mean, even a small one is bringing it into your backing every time. So we can I mean, only like, dream. I haven't of caught that. a lot. I'm no bonefish master, but I love fishing for those things. You're, you're getting into my carp fishing, uh, my carp fishing mojo. 
I still not caught a carp. I got to do it. It's I see if you guys like you and I see all these guys like that are you know just whatever fanatical fishermen. They seem to get hooked on these carp. I got to try it. They're they're the best, man. Carp are fucking awesome for us Midwesterners. That that's where it's at. (laughs) I know. I got to try it. I got to try it. Get the bonefish. If I can get lost walking up a little tiny stream in the middle of nowhere when I'm on my last legs and just go catch brookies until I walk and die. Yeah, I know. I, I could actually be I could be convinced of that <laughs> too. That's actually what I do a lot of here in Maine. I, I mean I used to go myself. up like all the time to the flagship rivers and go for the monster brookies and I love that. I love that. But I'll tell you what, right here in southern Maine, there's tons of blue lines and they all have you know little brookies. That's I love that now. And like I said at the beginning of the call, just being able to get out there in that quiet with zero mm-hmm. noise pollution and everything scalable, you know, you need uh. a small rod and just a you know, small fly, you know, just a dry fly or a little streamer. I, I love that too. That's awesome, man. Brookies are awesome. They're, they really are. Well, you know what I want to, and that the, I see those Pennsylvania ones. Oh my God. Those ones you guys get in those crystal clear rivers. Some of those brook trout are just gorgeous. Yeah, man. Oh, the, sure. the little ditches we walk up and down they're they're fun as shit, man. Mm-hmm. Real and you get brookies in that. Like how, uh, how hard is it to like where you guys, I've always wondered like that Pennsylvania area, like you, can you, like go find brookies pretty readily we're we're western pennsylvania like we're like really bordering on ohio Um, oh wow okay so we're where we're at 35 minutes it's not super accessible you would drive past so many to get here like jay said 35 minutes we have a couple ditches and then the further away you go the further east you go the, the better it gets Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'd love to come do that with you guys sometime, too. I, and I, I know you guys are big. Well, if you're friends with Joe Goodspeed, I've still yet to catch a muskie. Yeah. Oh, that's here, um, too. Actually, uh, the fourth guy on our table who's not here tonight is Urban Fly Company, who's a muskie fly tire per, by trade. But he, Oh, uh, I saw him on one of your posts there, yeah, with a muskie in it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yep. so yeah. he's uh, he's the fourth guy at the table, but he's not here this evening. So if you ever come out. We'd uh, we'd be more than willing to uh, to hook you up. Oh my God! Well, too. I look for. I'm glad we made this connection, and, and thanks so much for having me. To be honest, I was quite nervous. I was like, oh, don't be I, nervous. Lo- I love that it started out though. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Now, what's your name? That's perfect. That's the, the, that's the you, story. <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> that's the short story. This we had some guy awesome. on there. We don't know his name, but I told that to my wife. She's like. What the fuck is your problem? I know. I told that to my <laughs> wife, too. I was like, honey, I'm going to be on a podcast. He goes, I said, it's the first question is, what's your name? <laughs> but, you know, it, it's so hard to, like, to figure that stuff out and not sound like an asshole saying, what's your name? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hell, that's all. I wouldn't know. Look, at honestly, that's the same with SVS Fly Fishing. I was like, who is uh, Chad? I don't only know Chad because he connected with me. So, yeah. Well, I, I'm really glad we met, fellas. And I really come up anytime to, uh, anytime you're up in Maine, hit me up. You got my number. And uh, I'd love to, uh, you know, try some of that stuff someday down there in Pennsylvania. Absolutely, man. And hey, how, Thank about, you. how about, can we get a hold of you in the fall time? Uh, do a little fall fishing report? Oh, 100%, man. Anytime. I, I love it. It seems like just a natural connection. I'm, you know, you guys know Nick and Joe, so yeah, part of the crew, absolutely. man. I love, I'm love. i really grateful to have connected with you guys. All right. Well, hey, thank you, Jeremy. Thanks for your time. And where can people get a hold of you at? Well, just, I guess, Flies and Fins Instagram while it's still up or fliesandfins.com. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you so much, buddy. All right, man. Hey, great meeting you guys, and uh, stay well and stay positive. You too. Have a good night. All right. See you guys. Bye.
Chambers. I love this shit. Uh, you're here. supposed to continue you the harmony. Fucking punk rocker. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Punk this is one of my favorite punk rock bands. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah punk the Bouncing Souls. Fuck yes. Heck yeah, man. Oh, I've seen these guys. You know Steve Pepe. I love the Bouncing Souls. So I, I remember imagine, him vaguely. Yes. Imagine uh, that. He, he, uh, so we went to see them. I've seen them. Um, and, you know, not to mention all the warp tours and everything they're at. So. Oh, great band. Wonderful. So yesterday was supposed to be the date we were supposed to see the Foo Fighters. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. My wife told me. Yeah. Fucking uh, losers. Me and my, my wife always have to bring up all the stupid shit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Fix it, buddy. <laughs> yesterday was supposed to be a fun day. Yeah. And we were supposed to be seeing the Foo Fighters, but. You made it a fun day anyway, right? I did make it a fun day. Oh. Yeah, go. Speaking of music. I didn't get to mention this, but I I got my Bluetooth speaker from my wife for uh You did Christmas. mention it. Did I? No, yeah, I didn't. You, no, got I the, didn't. you got the sweetest Bluetooth for the boat now, you said you did I? earlier on the you float. S- you said it after we, we cut off the recording. Oh, uh, okay. Well no, <clears throat> it was awesome today. And we went we were on a float, which I'm gonna I'm gonna show put up a little video here on the one of the social medias, or probably both of them. Don't do You're that. Soon. No, it, it, it's a cool little video. 200 my wife words, together. at least, Shut fucker. your face, man. But it had some music to it, and so it was pretty cool. You guys will like it. Uh, but speaking of music on the boat, oh, man, it was so great to have this. It is. This on the boat, you know, all day. It was either, you know, oldies, uh, country, outlaw, uh, country. No 50 cent? No, but I You would have caught so many more smallmouth. Well, I did tell my uh, dad and um, PJ, which PJ is a very uh, country and southern rock. Uh, that's what his genre he likes most. And dad, dad dad, rolls right into that, too. And you know, any of the other uh, oldies rock, which was fine with PJ. And I said, you know, I, I heard the smallmouth bass, they... Uh, they hit best Bite better the Wu Tang Clan. To, and the, and notori- I said notorious B.I.G. I mean Wu Tang Clan, all the one and the same, right? All, We're, oh, yeah, all in that genre. That yeah. that genre, yeah, sure. Wait, I said, and then if, and I and dude, do you know what I got? If you're in downtown, I got that's fucking, what you should get. Blanked. I got fucking crickets, bro. No laughs, no, no giggles, not no a single laugh. I'm like, and, and it was like my '90s, you know, humor '90s, uh, you know. Uh, Jason, me and you used to sit in the basement and watch Puff Daddy videos. Fuck yeah, like, man! Can't push. Me, yeah. Uh, can we get some fucking old school the, fucking? Hey. Uh, can I get some notorious BIG? Yeah, this guy. No, I, you Jason want, used to you be in it. Jason. Yeah. Well, this well, is what we were listening to today. If you want I loved it. All the way to some like Nellyville. All the way to Biggie, some, uh, we should, we should, we should have been listening to Biggie, but I had I didn't have my friend Chad with me, so we couldn't oppress the Biggie. Okay. Oh, you had no two votes at, no, at all. No, no, those two fucking <laughs> outvoted that shit right away. They're like, you play any of that crap, and we're going to get out of the boat right now. And, and PJ can't swim, I'll so fish offshore. he would have died. PJ can't swim? No, he can't swim. Good. Is that why he wears a vest all the time? PJ yeah. doesn't know how to swim. I said, you might want to put the vest on, bro. Scared. No, he's not. <laughs> I, I'm surprised he didn't like Vicky Morris, like you said. Oh, shit. <laughs> He is albino. (laughs) (laughs) We just just fucking broke the fucking radio. I I hope this thing wasn't on. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But yes, I have. No, and no, PJ cannot swim. (laughs) So, I, uh, yeah, I had a day yesterday, man. 
So yeah, man, I want to hear more about it. I I went to a, a feeder creek yesterday. You made my decision to go to where I went. I, I bet, motherfucker. <laughs> we, we'll tell you where to go. go, ahead, go ahead. Wait a day. So I I went to a feeder creek. I was like, spring. These fish are up in here, man. And we're ten days behind, still, bud. We are ten days behind because there were no fish up in the feeder creek. Yeah. And Even though it's low, got low, and and we've had a eighty-five degree temps, that that's not warm yet because it's shaded now that we've gained leaves and you know what I mean, foliage. And that feeder creek was muddy from the rain from the night before. Oh yeah. So it was like, oh, man, I, God, they, they should be here. So I, I left there and I was like, I'm gonna go to, to, a known the spot because the the river just came down. A known spot. I was like, all right. So I was driving through town. I was like, I'm going to call Jace. He always pisses and moans. I don't call him. So I picked up my phone. I looked in front of me. There's a black Chevy. I said, oh, that motherfucker's right in front of me. I was heading there. And and this was after I deferred the waiters. I was like, I'm just getting coffee. And if there's people, I won't fish, you know? So I text him. And I looked at I was like, that is motherfucking Jace. (laughs) So I called him. I said, hey, motherfucker, did you just go to McDonald's? He said, yeah. I said, Come to the spot. I said I'm getting. <laughs> I, I said I'm getting coffee, and I was on my way there. So, so I'll see you there. So we we get there. I I beat him there by five minutes, maybe. You coming from the bottom? You were just waiting out when I yeah. Was I was waiting out, in. and he, I heard. Him, I said, "Fuck!" I didn't got no waiters. I was like, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't know how low. low they don't fucking update the recorder. It used to be a phone number you could just call. There's a constant feed on the internet. It, yeah, well, you I don't know the CFS. I don't know none of that shit. I gotta read it. I don't know. This is bullshit. You have to Google it. It says Shenango River water level. Literally, if you put that in your is Google, it on, is it on Facebook? No, no, oh, no, I, dude. And fucking Google in your Google search bastards. bar. Get that app right there. River. No, don't don't even do that. Dude, go get your, that app. No, and go look. to the USGS. There's Favorite? a USGS Boom. for every fucking goddamn river. But it tells you, the, it tells you the USGS gauge. Yeah, but I mean, I've grew up my whole time just listening. To, okay, gates had right. this many, and I there's a million rivers. What do you look up for fucking Elk Creek and, or, I, or or I, fucking Conneaut when you go? So I river remember boss. I mean, there you go. They're river bosses. It was Shenango River River Boss. I remember my grandma went through the Great Depression. You know what she did? She adapted. She ate potato. She started <laughs> getting the USGS river gauges. Yeah, and oh, she well. smoked her palm oils and fucking did her thing. Fuck, like man. 90. Yeah, I guess I will. But anyway, I know what pipe to look for. If this pipe's sticking out, I know they lowered it. So anyway, I've seen people down there. I knew they lowered it. I messaged you. They fucking lowered it, okay? I live by it. I drive by it 28 times a week. They lowered I, I don't it, drive like, by it at all anymore. Oh no, they lowered it. I said, I, I think they lowered it. I'm looking at it. I yep. was I was ready for 1100 CFS. I was ready to walk across like I like I had before. Well, that's a lot of water. It was still. 500. I was like, oh, we're walking for days, man. <laughs> yeah, you could do circles. At, yeah, I was walking across, and these guys were looking at me like I had three assholes. Yeah, every nobody else would. I didn't know if it was going to be you went real across. High or you, not. you went across like the hard yeah. spot. Yeah, like I went across. I went across down below, and then I came back up top, and then I, I went back, and we yeah. Before caught, caught I caught anything. all my fish down below. Huh. I, I I caught fish on both sides, but I, I didn't catch anything up top. top. I didn't catch anything. I, or was, I caught two. I was pulling them up top, and they felt like they were fucking. Five more pounds. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Dude, I fucking caught so many. In 
five minutes. Every time I looked up, Jace was hooked up and bent up. He's all torqued over. Dude, I caught fish after the fish. I was like, I'm going to make another cast. I will whack if I didn't get him. I just throw it back oh, there and whack good. him again. Like, dude, yeah. just the, fiber, the fiberglass rod was all See, torqued if up. we played they, this. They wanted it. I sw- caught a 20. Listen, okay, listen. I didn't go down there that whole time. It was high and it was prime conditions. Because if you go at high light, you'll catch those big fuckers. They're looking for it. And then you're just creating a shadow and a profile. They're smack it. Sure. But it's going to be a fight. And you can only do it right there because now it's... You really can't move around about the shore. And it's weird now because they there's nothing... There's no obstructions. No, there's like no Like last year, there was fucking yeah, giant but I, obstructions but it, which made like deep pools in certain well, sections. Well, now there's an obstruction where now you can't... Now it's real low off that opposite side the whole way across. And even where like... There's not much to fish, and then you have to back out a little if you want to on the far, on the closer end where you walk down to. Yeah. Well, if it's high, there's an obs- obstruction to the sh- like to catching get there. one <laughs> on the shoreline just to get one like to be able to mo- have any room to move around. But I caught one the other day, and I maxed this rod out, no doubt about it. I put a fresh twenty pound leader on and tied up this barely legal by our buddy Justin and. It's been smoking all the fish. And now I'm not even stripping it. I'm like fucking drifting it. Like nymphing that was a it. hybrid? Well, a couple weeks back. I went twice. Have you caught any hybrids yet? Three. Okay. Yeah, I caught one that was big round like a fucking paper plate. Real, real big. It was probably 23, but it was so fucking round. And it was high water. This thing ran up into the fucking... Like the feature, yeah, dude. It's fucking like running upstream, Bobby. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. And I... I I bullied him with the rod, no doubt, and swung him into that because you only got ten feet. Sure, you know you don't got much room now to land these fish. I used in to high be able, water. You'd have to. I used to be able to like slip around some trees. No, it's not happening no more. I got twenty five feet to catch this fish, and that's it. But I I buried him like sunk that shit in on a glass him. rod too. Yep, you gonna break their spirits. Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, like I said, that old I mean, power glass, man. Dude, it was a, and these were them were pre-spawn fish. That like I don't know what's up now. If you want, they you were still caught. pre-spawn. Yeah, that, there's fish. Yeah, water temps are down. The one Floyd don't... the pussy magnet caught yesterday was full. Is of that eggs. what his name is? Well, he snagged two. I never asked him his name. I just call him Fat Floyd Bastard. Floyd the Pussy Magnet. He snagged two catfish. So I was going to call him that today, and I didn't know if it was going to be cool, man, because he's a bigger kid, man. Like, I didn't want to punch by the like, fat kids, you know? Like, that shit might hurt. You flick that fucker in his sunburn, he's down, bro. <laughs> Probably when I smack him on the back of his neck. I, I was watching him. He from- has been there from sunrise to sundown for Since two Thursday. days. Thursday. Since Thursday. Thursday? Oh, man, what a kid. That motherfucker texted me at 5.30 hey. this morning. He's not my phone under any uh, under I any name. I don't talk to... But, Floyd the Pussy Magnet. But now he's going to be Floyd the Pussy Magnet. <laughs> Your wife was like, who the fuck is texting you at 5 a.m. in the morning? Dad said I'm not and fishing like, today. you're like, Floyd the Pussy Magnet. She's it, like, what the fuck Sorry, some guy, some guy I met downtown. <laughs> is that the guy? Listen, is that... Chad, is that why you like fishing downtown like me? You just meet all kind of fucking oh, characters. Oh yeah, I'm a fucking weirdo magnet, man. Yeah, this guy right here though. This oh, Floyd guy, listen, was an okay kid. I seen this kid at first day of trout. My kids are all Dude, over he has, there. Like, tr- fucking, he's fishing with like four pound test. Yes, Six. I told him Six. get the piss out of here with that. I was like, you're gonna fucking your rod broken in half. I was like. He's trying to break well, listen, his rod in half. Listen, my kids he are really, over there. He, listen, my kids are over there first day of trout by him. And he's like, oh, you should have your deep diving crankbaits with you. I'm like, no, the fuck I shouldn't. It says trout fishing. 
I don't have my deep diving fucking crankbaits, my trolling baits on me. What, uh, <laughs> so, what, where were you at? Bill Park. And I was uh, fucking, it was hilarious. I was like, ah, hey, how you doing, buddy? When I went down there, every joke I told was all jokes. Every word I spoke was all jokes. Like, I think, like it was all jokingly. Like, hey, dickhead, yeah, yeah, catch a few more, you know, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I love him to death, but, man, he needs... I was like, you're not allowed to stand, sit down and, and catch fish. <laughs> I said that. I said that. No bullshit. I said, uh, it's a rule in the rule book. You have to stand the fuck up. He waited his sack off in no waiters today. Oh, he, he did it yesterday. He said he was... He was like, I don't know about waiting yet. And then he seen Chad out there ripping these motherfuckers strip set after strip set. He was like, I'm going out. <laughs> I'm going out. So Floyd, he, he wanted to bring that... That big fish back across to measure it. Did you, did you like shame said, him? Did you say, let me put said, it on my rod? Yes, or, I, I, we measured it against my rod. Do you recommend a fucking smarter choice? I said, we let's measure against my rod. We'll measure my rod when we get back. Let's take some pictures of it now. And then put that motherfucker back in the water. That fish was probably but eight he, inches eight inches across at the belly. He's you know, okay. You know he's what, though? No, it was you know that what? big a wide at the belly. No, and God... You know, no, Jay, that big a wide oh, in the belly. Oh, no, awesome, that good big, for, good for that fucking kid. But no, no bless that you, fish. <laughs> no, for you, you, no, you gave that kid some knowledge. No, you, he, no, he you knows did. Better. You did. No, you I, did. You that's did. A motherfucker, you made it. You I made said, it. Don't you made catch it him down here. Hold on, shush, Jay. You made it important about that fish's life. You know, yeah. to that kid. That kid. He's young. He's a young kid. He's not. We're, we're talking about some kid who's. It's fucking sunburnt and delusional. Floyd the Pussy Magnet might be 18. That's what You're we're crazy. saying. Maybe 25 at tops. No, he's old enough to buy dip. I hope. He's retarded. That's 21 then. 21 is is. You have to be 21 to buy dip now? You have to be 21 to buy any tobacco product. Since when? Uh, this is a few years oh, now, bud. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, you can't do shit when you're 18, but yeah. you're in jail. Except go to titty clubs. Yeah, go to jail. And, yeah, and, go to, and, go and to fight to for your country. But you can't get drunk or have chew. So okay. anyway, so he has to be at least 21. Okay. So, but even that, he's a younger guy. And for you to instill that kind of knowledge into somebody, you know, I think he's starting to see us f flopping fly rods around and stroking fish. And I think he almost wants to. He asked me, he said, why do you guys just bring fly rods down here? I said, well, I like to tie flies. And that's the best way to cast them. What the them. fuck else are we going to do, bud? We're I, not going to fucking bring you nothing know, else. You, there's, there's a point. In the life, and you know, we talked about this with our guests. It, it becomes a little more about the catching the fish because we all know if we went out there with a the regular. I gave him the spot. I said, "Hey, we buddy, already know what's gonna happen, right?" Yeah. I said, "You gotta stand up," but then I kind of like, you know, was catching him right next to him, and he was fucking catching him on every single thing he threw. He's like, "Oh, I had like eighteen smallmouth," and then he went out. He was at. 42 before I left or something. I don't know what the fuck he was. He was counting the shit out of him. He was at 71 when I left. This fucking guy was catching he said, I, This morning I stopped at 31. I said, hey, Floyd the Pussy Magnet, you should stop at 69 just to be funny. His hair, <laughs> his hairline was so white and his face was so fucking <laughs> red. Hey, Chad, what's counting for? It's for girlfriends and gays. I told, and then we looked at each other, and I said, "This guy knows how many he caught. All of them." I, I told, I told Floyd, I, said, I probably caught fifty today, but I don't know. 
You know? I know that every time you cast it out there and let it just fucking get down a little bit, it just fucking ate it. One came up and ate it. They were everywhere. I will say this. Jace wasn't back to his truck and Floyd hooked a hybrid and I had an 18-inch smallmouth to my hip. So I was like, hey, Floyd, I'm glad Jace didn't get to see these because that motherfucker never would have left. <laughs> oh, no, I went home and cooked some breakfast. I had things to do, football games, bullshit, man, things like, see, see you might think it's, I, I've been, I just, well, actually, I just to spend chat. all my time doing that, so. How are you, are you done talking about you and the pussy magnet over here? Oh, I can talk about Floyd the pussy magnet all day. So it'll so be I, there I next two. time. I met bud. him too, and I met a couple nice people today. That the guy out there fly fishing, he was a really cool guy, real nice guy. I I he actually was. found someone's fishing license yesterday, also. So I looked them up on Facebook, and him and I are going to meet this week sometime, and I'll give him his fishing license back. Beat so him up. Where are we going, Chad? Where are we going? Where are we We're going? going to Buffalo. Where are we going this weekend? No, 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 no. So I, I thought, I thought, okay, at first I thought, I talked, to, I talked anyway. to Evans. I talked to Evans. I'm like, hey, bro. Yeah, we're going to come up, hang out. And then I talked to Chad. I'm like, just through text message, Chad and I haven't had, had much conversation, haven't hung out much lately. So, you know, like. Baseball I, I has been eating sure. my life oh, up. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. Life, life in general. You know, it all gets in the way for everybody here. But let's go fish but a fucking lower. No, Niagara, but he's like, man. he's like, let's go fish. And I'm like, well, I wasn't even going to take a fly rod with me. But if you want to go fish in the lower Niagara, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, we're doing that. So bro. yeah, man, I'll walk around anywhere down there. Let's go get the, the spot. Yeah. Sure. If we get the spot where the spot, like yeah. you know where the the big pool is above yeah. the spot, dude, those fish will be sitting right there. Yes. I bet there's a fucking I'm giant a bunch of- smallmouth sitting there. Oh, no, Dude, could you imagine, could you imagine there, a bro. fucking five-pound fucking smallmouth in that current? Imagine a 12-pound lake trout with a nose well, like you. I already caught all those ones on the... On the <laughs> but I'm going to strip all the streamers in the world that's, for them, and that's what I'm I'll be only, up there doing. I'm only throwing streamers. Yeah. yeah. We'll be ripped to ripping them. Better get some tungst, ripping them, dude. tungsten drop streamers from no, Queen dude, City I, I got. Oh, yeah, well, I'll have some of those, but I have a few that I know work pretty well. Do you see the fucking walleye... That Dude, if we get to walleye, friend, are we, hold on, friend, that's that, that was my question. Is walleye in there? I don't know if it's well, in there. Like, the Niagara has catching, different rules, but the 18-inch. Can I bonk one over the head and just keep as it? As long as it's 18-inch. Ryan's buddy caught a 30 from down there. A fucking giant. Our buddy. What are you talking about? I, I He didn't. I, I don't remember the name of who it was. Torg. Oh, it was Torg? Yeah, no, that's our friend. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ryan just said, hey, that... No, I, he I, told, I'm pretty sure he fucking. I seen a picture of it. I think it was a story, but it was a fucking. He might have told me it was Torg, but I wasn't listening. Monster, <laughs> I was like, dude. is that a. When did that happen? And he was like, oh, just the other day. I'm there, like, holy fuck. There's only a couple places that have that big a walleye. I mean, like I said, our limit everywhere across two states here, 15 inches. No. Sure. We don't have no slot or anything like that. 18 well, inches is a little no. different. Yeah. 18 inches for Lower Niagara. I'm not <laughs> sure about Lake Ontario. Probably maybe same same water. Same I, I would size. imagine it's the same for uh, yeah. possibly. It's but probably yeah, but a statewide thing. There, if here's what flies, you should do. Listen, if you go try there, I mean, you got to come on the way back past that real sweet creek we fished, no. and well, that's going to be so much time, stacked. Dude. Well, I, I mean, be home. I got to be home by Sunday. You're not saying Saturday night. 
Well, I had to. Uh, well, I had to leave at least at some decent time on Sunday, Sunday. morning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. My my is gonna go my, fishing early Saturday. I have a uh, I have a wedding reception that day for my cousin. At like two thirty. On and Sunday. You want me ride with you on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm on Sunday. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm making it. Well, back. I mean, so by two thirty, you gotta leave at ten in the morning. Or yeah. fuck nine in the morning. Would you leave at two thirty? Or, you, or your wife will kill you. I mean, well, I figured we'd take my <laughs> car because my car is going to be a. I'm getting an oil change. This Better week. on gas, and right? It, yeah, we're going to save on gas yeah. by splitting gas. Absolutely. That fucker put in eco mode. We'll be running the highway on, but you know, 28 miles per gallon. Nice. Yeah, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Way better than taking a fucking truck. Yeah, yeah, you better just concentrate on the creek then. River's nice. And it's perfect, you know. We you know, it fits everything, you know, especially for two guys. It's like a fish mobile. Yeah, it's just perfect. Just the two of us hey. making castles in the sky. Oh, I wish, I, wish I could go, but you're going on Saturday and that's kid football day and it's fucking retarded. But so hey, I'll I want, enjoy no, it. Hey, hey. It's this flag time of football, year. Hold flag, on, it's this time yes. of year before we get off the air. Um I'm gonna totally switch gears, but you two should talk more about going out into the woods and finding uh, finding mushrooms. I, I like that kind of talk on the podcast. I you think do it really like that? fits. Yeah, well, I, I think it fits a lot of our, 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 our listeners. Fishing, bud. Our listeners, I think they really like it, and I want to hear you two talk about it. I'm okay. not into it, but I think it's awesome. Yeah, I went out Wednesday. Um, what was it? I went out last. Browser are hot. Last Saturday, I went out with a prior show guest, Charles Cantrell, and uh, we found we found. A handful, and him and his brother. As in five, or? Uh, probably a dozen. Oh, that's cool. A dozen nice-sized ones. Sweet. And they took them all home, and we left a bunch like on the trail behind my house. There were like 50 of them. And then I went out on Wednesday to look for those mushrooms, and they were all shriveled up and gone. Boom, boom, gone. But I walked back to another spot I know, and I found two of the biggest mushrooms I ever found. And I picked those. Still haven't eaten them, <laughs> but uh, Jace has been finding them like crazy. And I was gonna bring you some. What the fuck is wrong with you? Eat those goddamn things. Uh, not if you catch two. Nah, let me know. <laughs> I, I did catch them. You said catch. I got them. Got to. Catch. They're like they're like Pokemon. Yeah, Shit, that's about the only thing Chad could catch. They're well, Pokemon. I gotta catch them all. The fucking. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I I you know I watch these little bit of pages across Facebook, but there's people who. Aren't, Hunt morels abroad, whether they know anything or nothing. So, it's a cool sport. You don't have to buy a tag. I don't have to walk with a gun and be questioned or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm good. I'm good to go. I didn't even turkey hunt this year. And I'm just out here hunting these fucking mushrooms. I'm finding them like crazy. And they pop up overnight. They're amazing creatures. Sometimes you can find a hundred in one day. And sometimes you can find none in 100 days. So, to be a good hunter is like fucking kind of, it's kind of like refining everything I've done throughout all my hunting career and all this shit. I got to learn the woods. I've learned a lot so wait, about trees. So, you guys you guys got into it about the same time. And that's been, what, like three seasons now? Yeah, three seasons. Yeah, Jason and I got into it the same year. Dude, yeah. I, think, I think it... And Jace is leaps and bounds ahead of me well, in finding. No, he just walks around more because you got to work fucking five uh, days a week. You, yeah, you got to quit your job first or yeah, not have yeah, no job exactly. to be a professional forager. But yeah. still, I'll tell you all the shortcuts. I mean, there I'll, are plenty fucking shortcuts to this shit. Like, it, 
You know, you don't think He's about you don't to go walk across straight from your house. I'll Dude, tell you I will go find you one in your woods if you can't find one. And there's no doubt about that. Just because they're there, he's got to have the might, the right little bit of uh, like mindset to find them. I'll sure. tell you the one thing I've been able to find this year: it's fucking ticks. Uh, <laughs> ticks are pretty. They're everywhere, well, bro. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Whatever wa- happened with that one you were monitoring? I'm good. No ring around my uh, bite, anything. I pulled it off. Good. Was it but your butthole? No, it was on my fucking, like, <laughs> almost on my Achilles, like, right between my ankle and my Achilles. It was fucking, and I felt it immediately. I had some boots on. We were crappie fishing. I'm like, something's fucking wrong. Let me look in here. And this bitch was in me. And that was, I would like to think it was just one day or one day it was on me. So you know? am I weird that I checked the dog? And I, I scratch myself, but I don't look at myself. Every time I look at my naked body, I don't have my glasses on. So I no, you'll feel them. You should feel them. I mean, you're yeah, washing yourself. Yeah, I think you'll know and feel. And my wife doesn't look at my naked body. Yeah, like, you gotta give it a dude, look every now and again. Dude, I have, I have. I don't look at my ugly face either, Chad. So <laughs> we're even. I have the fucking creepy crawly so bad. Like, like if yeah, I but, feel anything creeping, crawling, moving on me at all, like, dude, I am a. Oh I'll tell my you God. what. No bullshit. And I'm a little. I'm a little obsessive compulsive. I think about it. This should be a sponsor. So I get weird. Like I get weird. Like I'll be like, you know, if you itching. were, I, dude, man, but even, dude, even if you were into it last year up at up at camp and having two on me out of one tree, I was like, if one's you, in my hat, one's on my hand. I'm like, oh, if this you're sucks. really into walking the dog, or you know, your dog, you're gonna have to pick them off regardless. But if you're yeah. into going out there in the wilderness, regardless if you're walking through brush, grass, anything, they're fucking there everywhere no doubt about it and i bought a product sawyer's spray permethrin dude and it works i videoed like ticks jumping off of me rolling backwards like nope not the place to be i guess that fucks with their nervous system or something and it's did, worth the money. And, Buy it. Hey, it and, treats a product. You know what? Garment for like you know forty what? days. Yeah, and did, you can huff permethrin. And I was gonna say, did you ever? <laughs> no, oh, shit, shit. no, you let your clothes dry it out. You joke. wear it for it's spe- a joke. Jesus. Did you, ever, you wear it for a special occasion? Did yeah. you ever put it on? Ticks, ticks. Did you ever put it on? Like when you haven't let your it clothes. It doesn't set? stop herpes, Jace. No. <laughs> it fucks with your brain, man. No, no, I sprayed my my. I only did it on a pair of pants, and I have. Old <laughs> I only sprayed this one hooker with it. <laughs> yeah, I killed her. But I killed her first, though, Jason. Listen, I, I have so many pair of uh, waders that are expired, so I got neoprene, like, knee pads that I'll pull up over thin pants so I don't get fucked up by jaggers. I reuse shit. I'm a, I'm a man of many works, you know? Oh, yeah. what, what would you do with knee pads? You're going to use them again? Dude. Fuck. You should put them uh-huh. over your I'm sim blow so you dude if I have fuck knee pads. them up. Yeah, I, I'm wearing knee pads already, boss. What do you want me to do? I don't fucking I already care. told you about my fucking moves today. Yeah, moves, man. Right over here. Right. I told you I almost went down. On no. a man? No. On a man? At the yeah. rollover? At the rollover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Did, you did a break. Yeah, we were, we're off air. But yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. Dude, I, I, for a second, so, I, I went to on the one knee, and I was scared. Well, listen. I did a whole 360 and was about busting a move out there. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Oh, that shit got real, real fast. That's a listen, lot of fucking water. For, for a few bucks, you could spray a whole outfit down, a couple outfits, knee pads. Yeah. Like, I'm two it, seasons deep on one bottle of permethrin. Dude, the is yeah, it Sawyer's brand? Yeah. Dude, I watched it work like 
a freaking dream. There's guys telling me on the internet, I'm like, I'm kind of leery because it costs money for one. And if I buy something that doesn't fucking work, I'm just going to be you know, partial to ever using anything. So it works. There's no doubt about it. Like I could wear the pants I treated and they're going to fall off me. It's you crazy. Can e- you can even wash those pants and they'll it'll still work. Yeah, that's that's even the crazier. I am not gonna wash. These are my mushroom chasing pants. But back to mushrooming, dead elms, apple so, trees. So, so right now, awesome. so right now, hold on. As far as mushroom hunting right now, this this speaking from somebody who doesn't know the fuck they're talking about. This is live um, action report. Should have brought you some. No, no. Is it, is it just them right now? No, or there's, there, there's how, how many different things. mushrooms are out there that you guys are hunting for right now? Well, I'm, only, your eyes I'm on? only really looking for the morel. My eyes are looking for morels. Yeah, sure, sure. But yeah. there are like how many different ones that are okay to eat that you like? Oh, you got you, oh, psilocybes out right now. You got different shit. You got, I mean, <laughs> wait, you can find your lion's mane this time of that year. Makes you can it, find that your make, wait, wait, oysters. Those will make you hallucinate. Do they, Chad? They do. Yeah, they say. I They're mean, out right now. Psilocybes? Yeah. Why yeah. aren't you guys looking for those? I don't know nothing about it, bro. I don't know. Hey, you only this, eat this, the wrong mushroom this once. This podcast has been brought to you by Psilocybes. <laughs> <laughs> All four of us have eaten them. Yeah, no. It, yeah. We're uh, having fun. We'll be fucking gone, gone. <laughs> no, I wanna, but... I'd rather buy those, but fuck it. Yeah, sure. Uh, you rather buy those from some some unknown hippie that yeah, yeah some, some real reputable dealer yeah. out there hippies. <laughs> so I told Nolan never to buy mushrooms from hippies. Nelson's like, just where and, the fuck are you gonna get them then? And he told me, so I can't get mushrooms from you, Dad, because Jay called you a hippie the other day. I said, oh, don't you dare listen to Jay. <laughs> Damn hippie. So I'll give him the mushrooms, Chad. Don't you so, so Chad's losing all the hair on top of his head, so he's trying to grow it up the back of his head. I'm looking like Ben Franklin. Yes, he, yes, he, yes. This is terrible. He's tra- he's going with the that, that cool mullet that the people have. Oh, man, look at you. Uh, oh, I thought Jesus. I didn't you have a like, haircut. You, look, you don't you fucking You look have like a, a fucking hippie. I, I, I am not losing all rights to call you a hippie. <laughs> You goddamn hippie! So cut I, your hair, you fucking hippie! Patchouli hippie! I lost the uh, the bad luck lottery this week, and I have to go to jury duty tomorrow. I'm not allowed to wear a hat in, inside the courthouse, which really sucks. Well, you better buy a fucking extra large shirt too, you dickhead, because that one sure as hell can't be extra large. This is a large. This is from my previous life. Yes, I remember your previous I, life. I was friends with you as a large person. Now I'm an extra large person. <laughs> and the bottom of my belly hangs out. <laughs> but like said, man, you there's a lot of a lot of we were mushroom talking. Why you didn't have a third fucking hamburger tonight? And I was like, well, I'll eat Chad's third hamburger. Oh, it makes you feel God. better, Bruce. You can bitch about me tomorrow being fat instead of Bruce. So you ate three and didn't save me one. No, I had. I only I'll had two. Your neck. I had two, but I had Chad's third. Oh, <laughs> poke your neck one tonight. He expected Chad to have a third. When he said something about Chad having a, another hamburger, I said, "Well, I'll take that one then, my, sir." My mom gets so mad when Bruce makes fun of me oh, for I being know. fat. I know. So, so your mom oh, made fun of me for being skinny and didn't even give me a hamburger, dude. I what hear, the fuck? I hear about your weight. What the fuck kind of world is this? I hear about your weight at work more than I hear about anything the fuck else. I got made fun of for being skinny. And I love my. I'm like, I'm like, well, my best friend is getting fatter. Every time I see him, he's a little fatter. I think he's not hanging out with me because 
because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to take battered. the abuse of of hearing Jay talk oh. about him like that. It it's not that it's baseball is I'm eating my life. I know, I know. Oh, I'm gonna die from baseball. But he should have fucking known, man. That's why I, I don't even understand why I think kids think they should play sports for when they're young, man. They should just just train at fucking home, okay? Until you're 13 and you're ready to rip somebody's head off. You remember Refrigerator in the... What was that fucking movie? Uh, Giant Side? No, no. Little Giants. Yes. Yes. Fuck yes. Don't fucking let your kid out till they're ready. Don't go paying and wasting no damn money for them to sit on a damn sideline or make some dumbass fucking coach Dude, teach you them anything. Dude, like you're about to have a fucking stroke, Jason. I'm ready see. to. I this can, shit costs money. These can, fucking kids are causing him, us goddamn time. Turn down. I can see all your I'm veins not, in your neck. You're fucking ready to hear it. Oh, Jeez. these fucking kids. Jeez, Believe Louise. me. Yeah. No, uh, I'm bitching. You but, ever paid for youth flag football prices? But last year, not this year. Kiss my ass. But uh, no, is it bad? They're fucking dumb. What are you talking about, dude? I paid I paid like hundred fifty dollars for her to fucking cheerlead. That's great. That's a lot of money. She got a fucking outfit, right? (laughs) What the? That's the thing. You pay a hundred and two hundred dollars to get a shirt and fucking shorts, and then you got to buy spikes that cost fucking seventy. Oh, dude, I know, dude. So, dude, softball, softball, out here. softball cost me a goddamn fortune last year. But we love our kids, as we wrong. were saying. Yes, no, we do. But and then she doesn't want to play this year, and we're just, no, we're just, we're no, just dude, half not, a grand because into the shit. Like yeah, you said. you're not learning shit. You're not learning shit. I don't, no, I our, like, the, the coach was great. Well, she learned a ton. My kid's just being an asshole. Sometimes, well, sometimes it ain't worth. I wish my kid was playing baseball. I'd be spending all my time on the bench, being a good dad and loving it. Oh no, we we definitely drink at the practices. Oh, I know. We you met me the other day when I called you hippie. You were drinking. I said, "Do you want a beer?" You said, "I'm full of beer." So you're just drunk at practice. So it's like when I go to the football practice in the hood and they're smoking blunts and shit out. Uh, fucking. We we can seal it very well. Oh, okay, great. Yeti cups. Yeah, you can't smell these blunts. They're just fucking. Burning your fucking nose. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess sit on the side of the road, smoke your blunt while your kid's at practice for a fucking hour, for Christ's fucking sake. Yeah, it's an hour. We're going to get high before you leave your house? Yeah, no, 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 not I in, mean, this. Not in this fucking hood. You have to get high every minute. Our baseball practice has been going till 8.30 at night. That hey, hey, I'm not so, shaming you for wanting to drink a little bit of alcohol so my son hit, while having fun. My, my son hit Big John Lark in the face with a baseball oh, <laughs> last sweet. week. Purpose? No, not sweet. He probably had it coming. <laughs> no, he was throwing pitches. So you're yeah. not a coach? So he had it coming. You got it. You just got it made. You just got to fucking stand back there and look. Yeah, well, I'm not a coach. I'm just a parent. He's the fucking He's the, he's the uh, soccer coach. So I'm soccer coach. He gets to fucking hang out this, this season. Oh, is Good that, for you. Was that like a couple months down the line? Yeah, it's coming oh, up. I, yeah. I'm the cheerleading coach this year, so I'm fucked. So no, I'm not the cheerleading coach. Uh, it'll be better. Say, it'll be better when they're in fuck. high school. This guy got a yeah. sp- split. <laughs> this guy got a split. He knows all no, about no, splits. I, no, no, no. But you know don't, what the don't cool tell thing him about. You know what the cool thing about uh, your daughter cheerleading is? You get to go watch all the fo- little football games, and that's fun. So. That is fun. Oh, I, I, little, to, I, got that the, I got to do the chains last year for one game. You got to do the chains for major football. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, but that don't start till. That's in the fall. Yeah, we don't have those. We don't have those spring sports. Cool. Yeah, no, it's fucking busy season. There's it's no fishing doubt. season for ah, her and I. I took uh, some kids last time. Trout. I, I told these fuckers wake up and like, hey, it's a uh, crappie season. You could cast from Ooh, shore. Crappie. 
it, it, whether it's any spinner, you know, rubber tail, twister, whatever you want. You could go catch some fish right now. It's the time. So hopefully one day they'll and go. I wish we all had more time because, man, I would love to get my green belt out and do some of that too, but that's probably not in the... Uh, my John boat's close to being done. It'll be done by time the week after next is around. It better be. Yeah, take your kid uh, cast and maybe the fly right off the boat if you want to get a little bit tuned in. Probably could strip some she, fish up. Yeah. You don't see all those Aussie guys fishing for the You know, she doesn't fish. hook herself when she uses Rapalas. So we'll stick with that for now. Oh, take her down. That's there. what Floyd the Pussy Magnet was using. Oh, yesterday. you'll kill him. Oh, Perch. He, she, you know, she knows how. I, I trust her, actually, with her Rapala. Let so, it rip. Do we have anything else, guys? No. Trust your kids with Rapalas. Tonight's show brought to you by Predator Fly Gear. Check them out at Sims Fishing. Sims Fishing.com. Eric Sooks. Eric Sooks.com. Hey, check Mark out at Urban Fly Company. If you need a trip or need some flies, hit them up at UrbanFlyCompany.com. Queen City Gutting. QueenCityGuiding.com. Our buddy Ryan has an event this weekend on the 21st. At Steelbound Brewing Company in Springville, New York. Check them out, man. Yeti. Coolers. Don't call the bank. Call Frank. And down-to-earth wealth management. <laughs>